The NBA is on TuneIn, streaming NBA games around the globe. It's time to bring you the confrontational front court of Michael Rappaport and Kenyon Martin. Oh, sends it home. This is Two Men Weave on the NBA on TuneIn, your home for the NBA Finals. Yes, we're here. My name is Michael Rappaport. I'm here with Kenyon Martin. Yes, sir. I call him Kmart. Um, this is the two-man weave. CNBA on tuning. They call us the confrontational two, amongst other things. How you feeling, Kenyon? I'm feeling marvelous today, brother. How about yourself? You're looking sharp. Hey, man, I try, man. I try to clean up nice, man. Uh, you know, can't always be in basketball shorts and Jordans every day. You know. Now, now you're looking sharp. Is, is this? Would you say this is like a? Uh, this is not a ca- night quarter Carolina blue. Cowboy blue. Cowboy blue. Oh, cowboy, cowboy blue. blue. Okay. All right. Well, then you know what? I'm just gonna Rest bring. Rest in peace to Tony Romo. <laughs> <laughs> it's a maverick for a day. Did... Are you kidding me? All right. Yeah. Well, well you know. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, 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 no. It's not. You know what? You, 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 you did the automatic segue. Here it is. We're gonna jump right into three, not one, not two, but three skinny genification. Oh, we started off early. Moments of the week. The skinny genification of the NBA is taking place. It is being televised. It is live. And it is happening daily in the NBA. We have three topics of skinny genification in the NBA this week. And Mr. Martin, in his cowboy blue suit, looking sharp, brought up inadvertently the first one. (laughs) Tony Romo. Suited up for the Dallas Mavericks last night. I want to hear your opinion on this, and then I have a follow-up uh, question for you. Yeah, I, it's a joke. Is it circus in town? Was yeah, it in Dallas? Yeah, yeah, that's what I. That's what the NBA is becoming with this with this latest stunt, this latest move. Um, me being a Cowboys fan, man. Me being a Tony Romo fan. Um, sad to see him go, but excited about Dak, Dak Prescott moving forward. But is this not the NBA? This is the NBA. Is this not a profession? This is a professional basketball league. Uh, let me ask you something. Your years in the NBA, do, do you do this for free? No. Uh, no. It's free. No, it's professional. Yeah. yeah, you're definitely getting paid to do this. Yes. And you mean to tell me that, like, what did, like, Romo was decent for the Cowboys. Is he but an American did, treasure? Yeah, what did he do that was that great for the city of Dallas? To be to deserve and to be a maverick for a day. Coming from a Cowboys fan, yeah, and I, you know, listen, I, I'm, and I'm saying like I'm winning, like I'm like he, some good wins over the years, some heartbreak losses, of course, um, but it's still the NBA. You know, I guarantee that Jerry Jones is not letting Dirk Nowitzki come out there when he decides to hang him up <laughs> and play Take a few snaps and, and play quarterback for a day. Kenyon. Go run a few routes. Like, I I don't think that's going to happen. Tony Romo ain't Roger Storbeck. You want to suit somebody up from the Cowboys? Get Roger Storbeck. Troy Aikman. Tony Dorsett's around. Yes, one of the. Hey. I'm sure he'd love to play a little Lud. Uh, you know, get him. There, there, there's, there's, there's just numerous Cowboys that deserve to play for the Dallas Mavericks for one day. Yeah, but it. it if that's going to happen, but I just, I, like I said, I just think it's a joke, man. And and for Mark Cuban to to be the one <laughs> to 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 bring this to, to forefront is 
it just says a lot about him, says a lot about the NBA, says a lot that he sit up there and thinks that Russell Westbrook is not a superstar in this league and you invite Tony Romo to be a Matt. Come on, man. Yeah, maybe Tony, maybe Tony Romo. Maybe you think you got Tony Romo ranked above Russell Westbrook <laughs> on your MVP rankings, Mark Cuban? You've yeah, been man. around the game for twenty years. You can't tell me. Yeah, this is. You're yeah. gonna try to de- de- sort of de- 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 deflate what Russell Westbrook has done? Yeah, and they're taking a step further. Like, like that spot could have went to a, a D League guy, or something, somebody that's trying to make it, or a guy at the end of the bench that's that that, that, that hasn't got that much playing time, or a guy that they who've been in. Um, been inactive most of the season. I'm saying let him come out there and have an opportunity. Let him let, let that be the story. Let that be the narrative here. You know, that you, um, a D-League guy who people didn't give a chance to play in the NBA, let that be the story. I totally agree. And you know what, Dallas Cowboys, you're going to start letting Tony Romo play or Roger Staubach is still alive? you let Tony Romo play while Tony Dorsett is still alive? The New York Knicks, why don't they let me suit up for one game? Let me tell you something. Do you know what kind of euphoric feeling I would have if I got to go in the locker room, put on a New York Knicks jersey, put on the outfit, put on the sneakers, get stretched out, get taped up, and then go to the layup line? I'm on the front lines with this team yeah. every day defending them for years. I can't, I can't even get tickets. I got, I got. I was like, it's a negotiation you to get, get tickets. tickets to the game, and they letting this guy. And Tony Romo's playing for the Dallas Cowboys last night. Did they pay him? Yeah, they had to pay him something, right? Well, I don't think the league let him because um, Adam, Adam Silver stepped in and was like, ah, it's too much. I, they, he wasn't under contract and all kind of things that got in the way of it. That it should have never been a serious topic anyway. I want to be playing for the last game of the Knicks season. I want. I, I wanted. I deserve that. I've earned that. And if not me, some other Knicks fan. Because I don't even know. I mean, Tony Romo. This they treat this guy like he's John Wayne, like he's some sort of national treasure. Yeah. I, like he's some you. sort of big deal. He ain't even Eli Manning. No. He ain't even Troy May. Troy Aikman. Like the, the like the parting uh, party for Tony Romo to me is insanity. Yeah. I, like, and this is coming from a Cowboys fan. Right. You know, and I'm with you. Listen, I, I'm with him. He's been, like I said, he's, I've been rooting for him for 14 years. You know, well, 10 years since he took over. But, yeah, it's just, it's a joke, man, for this to be, for, for even for, for it to be a story and for people and us to spend time talking about it. Man. Over it's, and over. It won't go away. Won't like, go, who yeah. gives a crap about yeah. Tony Romo? Yeah, I mean, he's not Tom Brady. And I, and I, and I always... Go after Tom Brady. He ain't Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, if the Boston Celtics might do that for I can Tom get it. Brady, you get it. they got five chips. I get it. I get it. I get that. Like yo, it's okay. It's good. but this guy's like, what does he want? He dated yeah. a couple of cute girls. Yeah, and, and then and then he lost big games and were yeah, literally threw some, threw some key interceptions, dropped the snap, play out. Hey, listen, I who got, is this guy? Yeah, I'm with you, man. But hey, it's it's just a sad day in the league and the game that we. Have grown to love and and accustomed to that we spend time talking about a non basketball related story. Hence, skinny genification moment of the week number one. Number two, Kenyon, your former team, the now defunct Brooklyn, I'm sorry, now defunct New Jersey Nets, now the Brooklyn Nets. I saw something that really bothered me the other day. Uh They played their final home game. They beat the Chicago Bulls. After the game, they had a jersey 
giveaway ceremony. <laughs> twelve fans came over to the twelve players. The, the the players took their shirts off, their jerseys off at half court. The fans walked up to them and they gave their the jersey, the sweaty jersey off their back to yeah. the twelve fans. And I'm thinking to myself, are, 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 are these fans out of their mind? If if Brooke Lopez tried to give me his jersey. And Quincy Acey tried to give me his jersey after me spending my money all season. You know what I would do? I would take it and throw it back in his face. i say, give me my freaking money back. I don't yeah. want this sweaty yeah. jersey. What you am I going to do, do with, with you? With... You think this is worth money, Brooke Lopez? In 20 yeah. years, this Brooke Lopez jersey will be worth exactly what it is now. Nada. Yeah, I, I'm with you, man. Like, yeah, it's... <laughs> what kind of PR stunt is this? <laughs> Kenyon, we're no, no as an NBA we player. We made it to the finals and we wasn't doing get jersey giveaways. That's what I'm saying. You know, they won 20 <laughs> games. Like, what are y'all like? Nobody want that. I wouldn't I wouldn't detail my car with a Quincy AC game worn jersey. Hey, yeah, it's like it's a, it's a it's a floor mat. Yo, if that, <laughs> if that and and, it's, and also like the cleanliness. We're in a we're in a we're in a, uh, Yeah, like Yo, I don't want your sweaty ass yeah. jersey with no. Give me like a like a doggy bag or something to yeah, put it in. Yeah, I, like they couldn't actually get. Like we all have extra jerseys as players. You all you don't show up to home games or away games with just one jersey. No one, everybody that's on the roster has more than one jersey. Yo, in the equipment bag or in the locker room, go get that one. Because listen, the season's over. You don't need them for the playoffs. Give them both away. Hey, because you don't need them for the playoffs. Right. <laughs> they go order new ones next year. Right. So give them all away. The black and white. Right. Both road, both home. P- practice jerseys. Per- all of it. Practice no. socks. Get get the get, whole thing. Burn it. Get rid of it. <laughs> Listen. Yo. Wholesale. The Brooklyn Nets, man. Yo, Kenny. You you were in New Jersey with the Nets. You you know about this. So I'm not I'm not I'm not having to give you any history that you don't know. The culture of basketball in Brooklyn. I, I know that it's not the same. And people say well, there's not as many players coming out of New York, but but Brooklyn, forget forget the players that make it to the big town. I'm just talking about a three on three in the projects, a three on three in the in in the, in the parks of Brooklyn. I ain't talking about the gentrified courts that you see on HBO show yeah. Girls. I'm talking about in the hood. <laughs> You'll see the most competitive games from nine year olds up. Yeah, definitely. These aren't even high school bowlers. These aren't top ten. This is just the way people play ball in Brooklyn. It's just the way. It's 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 born and bred, and you got a team out there, the Brooklyn Nets, that stink along with the New York Knicks that stink. And at the end of the season, you got the balls, the basketballs, big enough to give me your jersey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like you said, let me get that. Yo, let me get this check back. Let, let, let me get these my hard earned paychecks that I've been giving y'all game in game. Yeah, let me get some of that back. And 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 the and the fans, those Brooklynites, those those New York City fans, shame on you, man! Shame on you for not throwing them back yeah. in their face. No one, those were like, if they invited twelve people, whoever the twelve people were should have been like, nah, I'm cool. Yeah, I'm, <laughs> yeah. I'm good. No, I'm good. And then they, they should have tried to like, find people that want to accept the yeah, jerseys. Yeah, like they like really on the hunt to try to get them things away. People are protesting everything. Every single day, there's yeah, more and more protests. Pro- that should be a valid protest. Definitely, should, definitely should be. Like we don't want this. Like you guys stink, the, the, and the jerseys stink. Literally, literally. And you give it to me like it's a Christmas present. Yeah, Say like, Christmas present. Yeah, like you're doing it like it's like it's gonna be worth something. Yeah, I'm with. Yeah, it's 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 a sad day. 
And then they got the audacity now to last game of the season. They're going to sit guys. Hmm. The, the, the audacity. To sit who? Oh, they sitting the guy um, with the man bun. My um, man Jay Lynn? Yeah, they sitting him. You're going to have plenty of time next week, my yeah, friend. You're yeah, going to have plenty playing, of time. He played him a 34 games this year, 35 games, whatever it is this year. So one more game ain't going to hurt him. Take that man bun. Yeah, they Get yeah, rid of it. Yeah, they um, they sit in Brook. <coughs> um, he wants to play because he wants to ruin his brother's season. You know, he said he wants to ruin his brother's season because they got a chance to get in. But but they won't play? No, but my thing is— Are no, they in cahoots? Is, that a, is, that, is this like a cahoots? You no, know, it's the league. Um, it's the it, it, actually not the league. Um, it's the Nets. Um, the Nets decided not to play these guys. But my thing is, so the player has no say so whether you go out and play or not. How does that work? Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I I had all the say so in the world. Right. There was no way you can come to me and be like, if I want to play, last game of the season, that you're gonna tell me I can't play. Right. We're not playing for anything. We got 20, 20 wins. Right. But y'all don't want to get twenty one. Right. But y'all scared of the twenty first win. Right. We ain't going nowhere. You know, so my thing is, that if he wants to go out and play, let him play. Go out on a high note. Yeah, like you might you might do something spectacular. You might break a record. You might ruin do, your brother's season. You might you ruin your brother's season. That's Why not? That's a reason to play. I, I I agree. Like, hey, we ain't going to the playoffs. Guess what? Neither are you. We're going on vac- team. Hey, family. <laughs> hey, we're going on a family vacay <laughs> together. Lo- the Lopez family vacation. We're yes. Called the Van Gundy brothers. Yes, we're gonna do this together. Yeah, and we're gonna get a uh, um um. The, uh, who's the code? The Ryan Brothers, and we're going to get a little boat, yeah. and we're all going to go on all vacation. All together, together, family trip. Yeah, I'm not waiting for you to go. You got, we're twins, yeah. we get along. We're going to do this together, but yeah, nah, it's it's a joke, man, what they're doing in Brooklyn, and and it's sad that the fans have, have to sit there and watch that in person and on TV. Um, yeah, it's unfortunate, and I think, yeah, it, it's just one of them situations where they they think it's right, and it's not. <laughs> it ain't right. It ain't right. And and New Yorkers deserve better. And, and, you know, Kenya, when I was growing up, I used to go to Knicks games, and we would get tickets in the blue section and the green section, and we'd me- meander our way all over the arena because there was nobody there. You know why there was no one there? Because they sucked. Yeah. I don't know what happened. We're going to see sucky basketball. Like, a Broadway play opens. If it ain't good, they shut it down. Yeah, right away. Like, you open, you close this. Like, literally, you open... They close the same week. Like Spider-Man, the play, yeah. they close it. It happens all the times. The Garden is in Broadway. It's right there. Why are the fans, we're so loyal, we're so deprived that we think we're going to see a great Broadway play, and we go to sell out the arena to watch yeah. Ron Baker play? Yeah, to start? You, yeah, you know what it is? No disrespect to Ron Baker. Yeah, guys, like they, New York fans, um, the Knicks fans, I've been on a waiting list forever for season tickets. You know, year in, year out, people are on the waiting list for season tickets. And I think the only way to fix the problem, I think, is people take their name off the list. I'm talking to my people right now. Yeah, the New York Knicks fans, like, you take your name off the waiting list. What are you cancel, waiting for? Cancel your season ticket. If you haven't put money up already for the next season, cancel your season tickets. Trust me. Go to see Hamilton. They Go to was, see a play. Hey, when bodies not in them seats, people start paying attention. They're know? taking it for granted. They, they are. are taking you for granted, yes. New Yorkers, New York Knicks fans, tri-state area fans that love the Knicks and the and the, and the, the Brooklyn Nets. They're like, well, people are still coming. Yep, that's the mentality, and that's the and that's the unfortunate thing about it. You know, people love basketball. People, everyone doesn't get to see 
won't get to see an NBA game in their lifetime in person. And they take advantage of that. Kids, people want to put smiles on their kids' faces for Christmas and birthdays and things like that. And they have to go out there and watch that product. It's, it's very sad, man. This is Two Men Weave, Kenyon Morton, Michael Rapport. We have the producer of the show, Jordan Winter, in here. Jay Boogie. What's up, guys? He's going to be throwing us topics throughout the show. Coming in hot. We're taking phone calls, 844-635-6684, We're discussing the skinny genification moments of the week. I'm already perspiring. The third and final, for now, anything could happen in the two-hour show that we call the two-man weave. Third and final skinny genification moment of the week is a writer, supposed to be a good book, wrote a book about Steph Curry. He's a Warriors uh, reporter. He's been working on us for two years. They discussed many things, but the thing that stuck out that hedged its way to the third skinny genification moment of the week is this, Kenyon. Apparently, uh, the, uh, the, the, the banana boat crew... LeBron James, CP3, Carmelo, and D-Wade, they don't like Steph Curry. <laughs> like, apparently, they, they, there's resentment and hostility towards Steph Curry. Now, this is what I have to say to you, Steph Curry. Good. Good they don't like you, Steph Curry. Then you're doing something right. Don't conform. You got your family. You got your wife. You got your teammates. You got the dudes in the league you're cool with. You're not supposed to be friends with them. And you know what? They're not supposed to like you. Because if you wasn't cracking their butts year after year, giving them the blues year after year, if you were hanging out with them on the banana boat year after year, they would like you. Be your own man. I like it. Who cares that they don't like you? This is the NBA. What are you supposed to be doing? Ping pong tournaments uh, in between games? Kenny, what do, you, what do you think about this whole thing? You heard about this, 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 this whole thing that they, they don't like, they have hostility towards them, and then and then some of these 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 fat, chubby, dusty white reporters are saying, well, the reason why they don't like him is because he's light skinned and blah 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 blah, <laughs> which is an add on topic we need to get into. But just the general sort of climate of the friends and family mm. banana boat collective of the NBA. What is your take on this, that they that these yeah. guys don't like Steph Curry? Why would they not like Steph Curry? Yeah, Seems like I, a nice guy to me. Yeah, they, I don't I don't know where it come from, what, where the logistics of it is, um, whether they like him or not. I, I could care less whether they do or they don't. He should care less whether they do or they don't. They don't – they're not – they've never been teammates, didn't go to college together, never spent significant time together like those other guys have. Um they're in the NBA together. They don't they don't have to be friends. They they show up. They go to work. They go home to their family. So yeah, like like he shouldn't care if they do or they don't. I don't think he does. And neither should no one else. Uh. You know that's my thing. Like I don't the average fan, the average coach, whoever it is, shouldn't care. And they shouldn't like. And the feeling should be mutual, especially when we're on this court. Like I don't care if you like me or, or not. This playoff time now, yeah, too. The regular season playoff, it don't matter when and where. <laughs> like, if we playing, we playing. I but. thought there was no rivalry, LeBron. What, what's going on? Uh, yeah. The, the, the man who doesn't want he wants to deny all rivalries, LeBron. He asked him, is Golden State a rivalry? It's not a rivalry. Yeah, but it, it's a rivalry to everybody else, I think. Um, 
But don't you think those two? T- I don't think they're players around because they're one six nine, one yeah. six three. They're not guarding each other. Yeah. But the teams right now, the way things yeah, they are, are arguably, or well, before it gets started this year, they're the two best team on paper. They people expect the Cavs and the Warriors to be in the finals. Right. You know that's what people expect. So, with that saying, the people there's a rivalry on paper. They made it to the last two finals. We all know that. And let everybody say it, then it'll be a third matchup. Yep. So, in a sense, I get it. But, yeah, I just – Steph has his guys, his teammates, his guys who he came into the league with that he's close with. Right. I'm pretty sure. Played on one team so far. Yeah, and then I, and, and and vice versa is the same way. You got LeBron, you got D-Wade, you got Melo, you got those guys. They got their little – Click, that, yeah, click. Yeah, they click. The cool kids click. Yeah, so – or I could call it the Mean Girls click. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So, so who like they got their own guys, and we all—it's just the nature of it. Um, as long as my guys that I go in this foxhole with like me, they ain't gotta like me. As long as they respect me, that's all that should matter at the end of the day. This is the two man weave, Kenyon Martin, Michael Rappaport. They call us the Confrontational Two. We're in here with Jordan Winter, producer of the show. He's going to be throwing us topics. We're going to be taking calls, 844-635-6684. We're going to, we're, 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 we're beats away. We could start counting down the hours, the minutes before the playoffs start. We're going to make playoff predictions, playoff breakdowns. Me and Kenyon Martin are going to predict, like, like, like a gypsy hand reader, what's going to happen beat for beat in the NBA Finals starting next, starting this Saturday. We're going to break it all down. We're coming right back. We're taking calls. Two-man weave, NBA on tuning. Kenyon Martin, Michael Rappaport. We will be playing Fortune Reader for the NBA Playoffs 2017 when we get right back. Two-man weave continues after this on the NBA on tuning. Hi, uh, I found a toy dinosaur over on the playground by Smith Street. Uh, it had this phone number on it, and... Well, uh, I just wanted to make sure the dinosaur made it back to its little owner. Yeah, hi. I think I found your kid's stuffed animal near the swing set. Um, just wanted to call. I'm sure she misses it. I know my son gets super attached to the smallest things, even a fire truck. Uh, and I'd be happy to drop it off. The toy was a little muddy, so I cleaned it up. And um, it's good to go whenever you're around. When I found the little sippy cup, I just had to give you a call. It's for a kid, you know? We'd do anything for kids. Yet one in six children in the U.S. struggle with hunger. Help end childhood hunger and give all of our kids the meals they need to grow. Learn how at feedingamerica.org. Brought to you by Feeding America and the Ad Council. Adopt U.S. Kids presents Multiple Choice Parenting. Your daughter just had her first breakup. Do you A, put yourself in her shoes... How could he do this to you? And for Sheila, she she has split ends. B, console her. Oh, sweetie, this is going to happen a lot. Four, maybe five more times before you get married. C, take charge. Got to get this all straightened out. Keep a little talking to, man to man, mano a mano. Hey, Steve. Is now a good time? No? Okay, no problem. Bye. Or D, help her find a new boyfriend. I know a great place to meet boys. The internet. Nice, single boys. Never mind. 
How about some ice cream? As a parent, there are no perfect answers. But you don't have to be perfect to be a perfect parent. Thousands of teens in foster care will love you just the same. For more information on how you can adopt, visit AdoptUSKids.org. A public service announcement from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, AdoptUSKids, and the Ad Council. I spend a lot of time in the backyard. And I'm the center of attention at summer barbecues. In 96, I made some of the tastiest s'mores you've ever had. In 01, we stayed up all night telling ghost stories with the neighbors. Yeah, I know I've got a bit of wear and tear. And sadly, in 09, it was me, your backyard fire pit, that accidentally started a wildfire. When a summer breeze carried one of my embers into some dry brush. Sparks from an improperly extinguished fire pit can start a wildfire. Spark a change, not a wildfire. Visit SmokeyBear.com, brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service, your state forester, and the Ad Council. Only you can prevent wildfires. Hi, uh, I found a toy dinosaur over on the playground by Smith Street. Uh, it had this phone number on it, and, well, uh, I just wanted to make sure the dinosaur made it back to its little owner. Yeah, hi. I think I found your kid's stuffed animal near the swing set. Um, just wanted to call. I'm sure she misses it. I know my son gets super attached to the smallest things, even a fire truck, uh, and I'd be happy to drop it off. The toy was a little muddy, so I cleaned it up, and um, it's good to go whenever you're around. When I found the little sippy cup, I just had to give you a call. It's for a kid, you know? We'd do anything for kids. Yet one in six children in the U.S. struggle with hunger. Help end childhood hunger and give all of our kids the meals they need to grow. Learn how at feedingamerica.org. Brought to you by Feeding America and the Ad Council. Stay out of their lane. It's Two Man Weave with Michael Rappaport and Kenyon Martin. Oh, did Martin get that? All the way back down, he tipped in the alley The set play out of the timeout. That might be the dunk of the night. All right, we're back. This is the Two Man Weave. Michael Rappaport, Kenyon Martin. He did bang that in on the way down. It's the NBA on TuneIn. All NBA everything. It's coming down to playoff time. Tomorrow you can check out the NBA on TuneIn live playoff preview, a roundtable. It's hosted by Mike Yam alongside analysts Will Purdue, Corey Maggetti, and Karan Butler, 8 to 11 p.m. Eastern on the NBA on TuneIn. Listen to every game of the NBA playoffs on TuneIn. Every single game of the NBA playoffs on TuneIn. Your everything audio app. That's tomorrow, 8 to 11 p.m. Eastern. The NBA on TuneIn Roundtable. All right, we told you we were going to predict every single little itty-bitty ounce of highs, lows, thrills, victories, agony, defeats of the NBA playoffs. And we're going to do it. We got our producer in here. You're going to be like uh, Len Dawson. Did you ever see the show Family Feud with Len Dawson? Of course. So you're going to be like the Lendos. You're going to throw us topics. <clears throat> Me and Kenya are going to debate it. Me and Kenya are going to break it down. Usually we agree on these things. There's games tonight that actually matter. 
What are the games that actually matter? Are the playoffs actually locked right now? Can something go wrong? All right, let's play NBA playoffs <laughs> here on the two-man weave. So, number one, Boston. Boston playing at home against Milwaukee. Milwaukee's already locked. Milwaukee is locked into that six seed. So Boston should win at home tonight, and they get the one seed. Cleveland would then be locked into the two seed. Cleveland plays tonight against a Toronto team that's also locked. They should win, but it doesn't matter. If Boston wins, they're the one seed. Question. Are, have they announced players sitting or not sitting in these games tonight? It hasn't been announced, but you can tell for most of these teams. I think there's only five teams tonight that actually have something to play for. And every other team... Boston has something to play for. Yeah. Yeah. Kenyon, just, I mean, yeah, um, where do you think about this, I this think number Toronto one seed? I think play that guys. Dwayne Casey said he's playing his guys. Okay. And he said no matter what's going on, he's playing his guys. You know, so they're going to have a full roster of guys tonight. So they're playing to win. We know one person that's <clears throat> definitely not playing tonight is LeBron James. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah, it's, yeah, they, hey, they, hey. go ahead. No, I was going to say, I mean, I, I break his chops. Yeah. We, we've coined the term LeBron blames. Yeah. Okay. Nobody is on the front lines of breaking his chops more. But I'll say this also, just as much I'll call him LeBron blames, call him the best player in the league. And I say, if anybody deserves to rest at this point, he knows his body. They're probably reneging and comfortable with the fact that we're most likely going to be the number two seed. And if anybody deserves to actually rest and sit games out, he does. Because he's got tread on the tires. He knows going forward, from this day on, He's got to be locked and loaded and be as great as he could possibly be. Well, what, is your, what is your feeling about that? Do you agree with me, disagree? Should he sit out this game here? If you're, if you're LeBron, where you are in your career now, what do you think, Kenyon? Yeah, they at the situation now, at the point of the season now, to where they've shown over the last month or so that the regular season really doesn't matter. You know, so they, they're in a two-spot right now. And the way it's looking, that's where they're going to be. You know, so he plays with um, LeBron James. Um, he's been quoted as saying that he plays for the playoffs now. He's about playoff series and championships. You know, so with that attitude and with with, with that approach, you can't do nothing but respect the the the, the, the decision that they've made. I'm mm-hmm. saying throughout the season to rest him and and especially rest him tonight. Um, but he played what 43, 44 minutes the other day. He shouldn't have to play those those kind of minutes right now. Right at this juncture of the season. But that's just a situation that they put themselves in, you know, um, trying to steal a game of two um, a week or so ago. But it didn't go in their favor, you know, then blowing the 26-point <coughs> fourth quarter lead to the Hawks. It was gorgeous. You know, so things like that come back to bite you. And now they they, they are in a situation to where they could very well much have that two seat. And if holds true that Boston makes it to the Eastern Conference Finals, they have to go on the road. Does that is that a big deal? Not for him. Um, he's won at least one role playoff game in the last six years, seven years, that being LeBron, no matter what team he was on. Um, it's a big deal for Boston, I think. Not so much for the Cavs. Uh, um, the, the Cavs have been there, um, battle-tested already. Um, can know, know that they can win on the road in, in tough situations because <laughs> they have LeBron James. But when, when they're like 20 and 22 yeah. on the road, I'm not, I'm not fact-checking. That is, that is correct. 20 and 22. Good job. Good job. Thank you. 
Does that matter in the playoffs? Or with that team, they're, 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 they're unique and he's unique and they're like the asterisk when it comes to these kind of stats. Yeah, I hate to say that there's exceptions to those kind of rules or those kind of situations, but he's proved. <laughs> right. LeBron has proved it over the years that he can that he can go on the road and win playoff games. Right. You know, which I don't – people say it's impossible at times, which I don't understand. Um, it's still basketball. You know, but – with that being said, it's their defense as of late hasn't led me to believe that they're going to be able to turn it on come Saturday or Sunday, if they, whichever day they play. But I could be wrong, but um, it's going to be a tall task because uh, teams in the East have definitely gained confidence and thinking and believing that they can go out and play with the Cleveland Cavaliers. Right. What else matters tonight, Jordan? So, if the, is tonight the last game of the th- season? Tonight is the last night of the regular tonight, season. Tonight, Wednesday, that's it. That's it. Then you get two days to really rest, right? And then, or you go, you go to the Bahamas. You, I don't know what you're going to be doing, Brooklyn Nets. I don't know what you're going to be doing. There's a bunch of people. They should get on a big boat and you get all the resting you needed all season. Because tomorrow, the party's over, friends. Some of you. Actually, that party been over. <laughs> hey, that party was over before it started. It got raided. Listen, it got raided before it got started. Was it the fire department or the cops? Both. They shut the whole thing down. And the fun police. They came in there and they said. Early. Bye-bye. October. Like, season started in October, in October, November. It was over then. <laughs> over before it started. It was over before it started yes. for both beloved New York teams. Oh. And a whole lot, a lot of other teams as well. Yeah, no, but you know, you know but it was old before York, it got started. We talk loud. We talk a lot of crap. We got Carmelo. We got Phil Jackson. We have the greatest uh, uh, and most world's most famous arena. Yeah. You know, I've been talking crap all year about the Knicks. I'm going to be honest with you, Kenya. Now, I'm going to stay on topic here. Me and this guy, me and me and the producer here, me and the genius producer you, you've, you've walked yourself into, I'm, I'm going to confess to you. Me and me and Mister this guy here, four or five months ago the season started. I see the Knicks as the fourth seed. Yo, it <laughs> seems like just yesterday. I, I, yo, we said fourth or fifth seed. I, I was sitting down with my man Ruko, Ryan Ruko, and I was talking to him, and he was looking at me like I was nuts. I was like, "Yo, fourth or fifth seed, man. They got this one. They got Hernan Gomez, Carmelo. They got new coach Hornacek. He did good in Phoenix. I see fourth or fifth you seed. Believe. Yo." I'm you not, believe. And I, I was dead. And I wasn't, I didn't say make the playoffs. Yeah, and you he, know what else happened? He's home court. Fourth or fifth seed. Home court. Listen. You know what else I said? <laughs> the, 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 week, the week into the season, Charles Barkley said something about the Knicks. I don't know how. After he, game one against the Cavs. After game one versus the Cavs, he was like, they ain't making the playoffs. And I was like, <laughs> you, you know, because everybody, Charles will rub you the wrong way. I'm like. Yeah, y'all lost, yeah they lost by big opening night, right? Right. Yeah. The proof was there. And he said it, and that's why he's a former MVP, and that's why I was talking about fourth and fifth. I was like, yo, I'll bet you a thousand bucks to, they're going to make the playoffs eight hey, seed. Nah, hey, man. I, maybe eight seed if I would have said anything, seventh, eighth. Yeah, nah. Fourth, yeah, you was, yeah, you was, you, you would been a, you two, both of y'all have been diehard <laughs> New York Knicks fan with that. I'm going to ask you something right now, Kenny. With that prediction. Do me a favor. Yes. Next season. Barring anything, yes. if I if I I want you to smack me 
Now, I don't want you to yeah. smack me full strength, but yeah, at the beginning of the season, if I'm off kilter like yeah, yeah. that, just just uh, enough uh, to like make oh wow. Yeah, yeah like, well, like, hey, what was that for? Hey, man, you're bugging about your Knicks again. Yeah, like, it, it, like no, gauge me out correctly. Like, say, you maybe yeah, I'm yeah, right. Yeah, maybe yeah, I didn't yeah, earn yeah. the smack, but if, but I'm, I'm yeah, asking. Maybe off a few games. We'll see what they do in the offseason. I, I, I get that to you. We'll but, see. But do me a favor. I'm, I'm asking you right now, the public, I'm, I'm saying this. If I'm talking some crazy enough about, stop me in my tracks, yeah. Dude, because what? Because inevitably, what happens is, as a fan of the Knicks, the letdown is the thing that yeah. that hurts. It's 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 the like, it's the letdown. It's the heartbreak. It's like if you showed up to meet a girl and you're 16, you got flowers, you got candies, you you you're fresh to death, and then she don't come, yeah. and it's every single time. And I keep going back to the bowling alley, saying, "Where's Cynthia? Where's Jennifer? <laughs> yeah. Where's Melissa? They ain't there. They ain't coming." Yeah, that's the thing. Yeah, yeah, you get guys coming to the season believing that this is this is going to be our year. This is going to be our year. As long as Phil Jackson is still at the helms over there, I agree. Please don't have high expectations. I agree. Another team we had higher expectations for that's clinging to the seven seed, the Indiana Pacers. They were higher. We had higher expectations. Couple of new. Pieces, new coach, yeah. Nate McMillan. You know, they have the superstar, Paul George. You know, they're right now, tonight, they're playing against the Atlanta Hawks. Atlanta Hawks, they're locked. Mm-hmm. They're locked into their playoff position. So the Pacers should win tonight. Hawks are number five. Hawks are number five. Should the Pacers win tonight? They're locked into the seventh seed, which means that they go head-to-head with Cleveland, who would be the two seed, and now they're in that bottom tier of the bracket. We're going to get into that after these, what these games mean tonight. Yeah. But that's that's where we are most likely headed, is that Cleveland in the two seed versus Indiana in the seven seed. And then in the eight seed, look, you want to talk about letdowns. And you want to talk about how heartbreaking it is that the Knicks aren't even close to the situation. The Chicago Bulls. Yeah. Wasn't D Wade out for the season a week ago? Like, <laughs> didn't two weeks ago? Like, yeah. I remember on the show you were like, "Yo, I hope wishing him luck to recovery." Didn't they say he was done? Yeah, yeah, I think they were shutting him down. You, you, I remember you were like, "Yo, yeah, they were shutting him down." They shut him. You said they shut him down at an elbow injury or something or a wrist injury. They were saying it's done. What the hell happened? I'll Got tell a you. To get in. <laughs> I'll tell you what happened. Actually, some New York Knicks players that were traded to the Bulls for Derrick Rose have stepped up. Who? Jerry and Grant mm. has stepped up Okay. for Rajon Rondo, mm. who's been out with a sprained wrist. They're not sure if he's going to be back in time for the playoffs. He might play tonight. He might be back for the beginning of the first round. If the Chicago Bulls beat the Brooklyn Nets tonight, they will be in the eighth seed. Mm. The same Chicago Bulls who just lost back-to-back games to the Brooklyn Nets and the New York Knicks. Mm. On the road are going to be the eighth seed, leaving the Miami Heat out of it, out in the cold. You hear me clapping? That's that's right, Miami. You're out in the cold, but you're in the heat. How's that working out for you? Yeah, and everybody was giving D Wade flack for leaving and this, that, and the third. And it's the same situation. You know, if you'd have stayed in Miami, I know they wouldn't be loyal to the organization and this, that, and the third. But here in the same situation. You know, he win, he's in. They lose, they out. I, I hope they win. <laughs> I'm rocking with D-Wade. And you know what? Be loyal to the franchise. Pay this man. He won you rings and things. He won you rings and things twice. Yeah, I think they gave a guy $50 million that 
missed. Like they didn't put a uniform in his locker for like fifty games. Tyler Johnson, year. Fresno State. Yeah, they gave him fifty. And you don't want to pay Dwayne they, Wade? You it was the same amount of money, if I'm not mistaken. Come on, man. If I'm not mistaken, yep. it was the same amount of money. Shame on you, Pat Riley. And they let him walk. And this guy, Tyler Johnson. Tyler Johnson. Yeah, see, I tell you how much I know about him. <laughs> they didn't put a uniform in his locker for 50 games last year. Like, you got a D. Like, listen, not a DMP. You get a D&D. Mm. Did not dress, mm. you know? And they give you 50. And then you let this kid walk. So to close out this segment, the last game that matters tonight, the Los Angeles Clippers at home against the Sacramento Kings win, and you get the fourth seed and home court advantage against the Utah Jazz. Now, Utah is also playing tonight. They're going they're at home against San Antonio. San Antonio is going to play hard because they've been kind of in a rut lately. Pop's going to push them. But Clips win and you're getting a home playoff game this weekend. You got home court advantage, and that's that. Those are the games that matter. Portland's locked into the eight seed, and here we go. This is the two-man weave. NBA on tuning. Kenyon Martin. They call him Kmart. My name is Michael Rappaport. We got uh, the producer with the stats, J-Dub, Jordan Winter. Best time of year. Best time of year. This is the best time of year. We're taking calls, 844 Michael Rapport, Kenyon Martin, we're coming back to break down more. We're playing Gypsy. We're playing Hand Reader, Palm Reader for the NBA playoffs when we come right back. NBA on TuneIn. Two-Man Weave will be right back. It's the NBA on TuneIn, your home for the NBA Finals. Hi. Uh, I found a toy dinosaur over on the playground by Smith Street. Uh, It had this phone number on it, and... Well, uh, I just wanted to make sure the dinosaur made it back to its little owner. Yeah, hi. I think I found your kid's stuffed animal near the swing set. Um, Just wanted to call. I'm sure she misses it. I know my son gets super attached to the smallest things, even a fire truck. uh, And I'd be happy to drop it off. The toy was a little muddy, so I cleaned it up. And um, it's good to go whenever you're around. When I found the little sippy cup, I just had to give you a call. It's for a kid, you know? We'd do anything for kids. Yet one in six children in the U.S. struggle with hunger. Help end childhood hunger and give all of our kids the meals they need to grow. Learn how at feedingamerica.org. Brought to you by Feeding America and the Ad Council. Adopt U.S. Kids presents Multiple Choice Parenting. Your daughter just had her first breakup. Do you A, put yourself in her shoes... How could he do this to you? And for Sheila, she she has split ends. B, console her. Oh, sweetie, this is going to happen a lot. Four, maybe five more times before you get married. C, take charge. Got to get this all straightened out. Keep a little talking to, man to man, mano a mano. Hey, Steve. Is now a good time? No? Okay, no problem. Bye. Or D, help her find a new boyfriend. I know a great place to meet boys. The internet. Nice, single, boys. Never mind. How about some ice cream? As a parent, there are no perfect answers. But you don't have to be perfect to be a perfect parent. Thousands of teens in foster care will love you just the same. For more information on how you can adopt, visit AdoptUSKids.org. A public service announcement from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, AdoptUSKids, and the Ad Council. I spend a lot of time in the backyard... And I'm the center of attention at summer barbecues. In 96, 
I made some of the tastiest s'mores you've ever had. In 01, we stayed up all night telling ghost stories with the neighbors. Yeah, I know I've got a bit of wear and tear. And sadly, in 09, it was me. Your backyard fire pit that accidentally started a wildfire. When a summer breeze carried one of my embers into some dry brush. Sparks from an improperly extinguished fire pit can start a wildfire. Spark a change, not a wildfire. Visit SmokeyBear.com. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service, your state forester, and the Ad Council. Only you can prevent wildfires. Hi. Uh, I found a toy dinosaur over on the playground by Smith Street. Uh, it had this phone number on it, and, well, uh, I just wanted to make sure the dinosaur made it back to its little owner. Yeah. Hi. I think I found your kid's stuffed animal near the swing set. Um, just want to call. I'm sure she misses it. I know my son gets super attached to the smallest things, even a fire truck. Uh, and I'd be happy to drop it off. The toy was a little muddy, so I cleaned it up, and um, it's good to go whenever you're around. When I found the little sippy cup, I just had to give you a call. It's for a kid, you know? We'd do anything for kids. Yet one in six children in the U.S. struggle with hunger. Help end childhood hunger and give all of our kids the meals they need to grow. Learn how at feedingamerica.org. Brought to you by Feeding America and the Ad Council. We're back. You're listening to the confrontational front court of Michael Rappaport and Kenyon Martin. It's Two Man Weave on the NBA on TuneIn. All right, we're back. April awesomeness. March Madness is behind us. It's April awesomeness. If you're into the NBA, this is the time of year, and it's starting this weekend. We're breaking down all NBA playoff everything. Taking calls at 844-635-6684. Kenyon Martin, Michael Rappaport, Producer extraordinaire, J-Dub. Show you love. <laughs> so Cleveland is playing the Indiana Pacers. You wanted to rest. You wanted to play games. Well, you got what you wanted. Now you're in the second seed, Cleveland. Ty Lu, talking about we're going to make adjustments. We don't want to give our adjustments away till the playoffs. Well, let's see what your adjustments are for Paul George. I think Larry Bird should come out from the, from the shadows sit courtside, and go back to his trash-talking ways and heckle LeBron James, or just stand there, no lips and all. I love you, Larry Legend. <laughs> I love you. I do. <laughs> I, I, I try to make up for my feelings for Larry Bird, because when he played Kenyon, mm-hmm. I, I, I never gave him the time of day. I could not stand him. Understandably. <clears throat> he destroyed my Knicks, and he destroyed my uh, 80s adopted team, the L.A. Lakers, over and over and over and over and over. He's fantastic. Um, LeBron James versus Paul George. PG always has always played good against LeBron. Paul George has been on fire lately, and he's playing real feisty right now. He's, yeah. got, a, he's got a lot to play for personally, yeah. and he has something to prove. This yeah, playoff series. I agree with you. Yeah, he's been playing out his mind as of late, and he has something to prove. Kenyon, how good is this guy, Paul George? 
one of the better talents. Like people, like <coughs> since his injury, like people, like the ten to roll. Um, and they, I, I think they tried to write him off, you know. But he's still top ten player in his in his league. Um, fierce competitor, six ten wing man that can do it all. Is Handle, he six ten? He's six ten. They're legitimate six ten. Um, put the ball in the hole, um, and they're not afraid to mix it up on the defensive end. You know, um, yeah, no, and he's he's ultra competitive. You know, tell me about this. There's something about his game that I, I that I find interesting, and, and I predict, barring any injuries, that the style of his game he'll play late into his career, because even as a young dude, like he's sort of like. He doesn't go full speed all the time. Not that he doesn't play hard. I'm saying, like, he's sort of methodical. It's almost like Paul Pierce's. I was just going to say. Definitely like Paul Pierce. Um, yeah. Get it done. Not real flashy until he wants to be. Like, every now and again, he'll go and throw it down on a big man. Like, oh, like, PG still got that. Uh. And the same thing with Paul. Like, every now and again, Paul would do something, and you'd be like, oh, Paul still got that? Uh-huh. You know, so I think it's the same kind of deal. Slow, like yeah, like methodical, but but very very effective, very very efficient. My prediction: he'll play like eighteen years, barring any injuries. Definitely, I so, agree. I agree. Kenyon, yes. So you've talked about this in past <laughs> episodes, but the behind the scenes of and then it became public of the Pacers being openly willing to trade Paul George. Uh-huh. Yeah. Now, since then, since the trading deadline passed. And there's been talk about how Paul George openly looks like he's going to come to the Lakers potentially uh-huh. as a free agent. Have you heard any whispers from the inner circle of, of the NBA? Of- Give us the man on the street. You know people, can you? Yeah. You got a phone. You got two phones. You're getting texts. Because you could see right now, Paul George is usually a very low-key dude. Yeah. In the last week, he went at Lance Stevenson. Uh, he, like he yeah. was like he yeah. was like protecting Lance Stevenson from the Raptors. Like he was the one mixing up with Demar. Lance had his hands up. Like yeah. like I don't want any part of this. And then two nights ago, he got ejected for mm. fighting with Gerald Henderson, who's a you know a yeah. dirty kind of player. But do you think that that's seeping out of Paul George right now, and it's going to boil over into the playoffs? <laughs> yeah, I think a little bit. But I think he's just ready for the regular season to be over. Like you said, all the trade talk and. All of that stuff made it got um, it got under the skin. Um, got a chance to be in the playoffs, so I think he it, it's maybe um, becoming a little agitating to him. Maybe, you know. But no, I haven't heard anything um, whether he's coming out this way or not. You know, but um, I'm pretty uh, I'm pretty sure that that he's on the Lakers list. He's at the top of that list. Oh, he should. I'm be. saying for us free agents. I have him saying? above Jimmy Butler because they're talking like Jimmy Butler, Paul. George. I would rather have Paul George. I agree. I agree. Then Jimmy Butler is a cornerstone for your team. But that wouldn't be this offseason. It would be next, next yeah, season. Yeah, yeah. So but they definitely should be eyeing him. Um, he's definitely top talent in this league. Yeah, but like, and I think he's just he's showing the Pacer organization, the Pacers fans, that I'm still the leader of this team. Um, I still have my guys back no matter what. I'm still here no matter what went on. I'm still going to show up and fight each and every night for you guys um, in the sense that I'm going uh, to build my A game. Outside of the Russell Westbrook James Harden matchup that everyone's talking about, to me, this is the most intriguing one-on-one matchup of the first round of the playoffs. Is this LeBron James versus uh, Paul George matchup? Now, from Michael, your fan perspective, Kenyon, from your player perspective, how do you stop these guys? You're asking me. I'll get Kenyon take that. Yeah, stopping them. Um, I don't think there's no stopping them. They're too dominant. 
Um, they have to ball their hand entirely too much. You know, you can just game plan to try to slow him down. Um, but you know, LeBron is so he's a, so itself is such a willing passer. So you want him probably being more aggressive offensively and not getting those other guys involved. You so you say that you like that you want him, you want him shooting. I I would prefer LeBron James being a scorer. Explain that being aggressive offensively, because when. When he's being that facilitator and score, when you give him the option to be both, then they're great. You know, you got Kyle Korver out there knocking down shots. You got J.R. <laughs> knocking down shots. You got Channing Frye knocking down shots. You got Richard Jefferson knocking down shots. And they get in the rhythm. Right. You know? So when he's been more aggressive, so when you're not double-teaming him, you're not over-helping on the defensive end. So, therefore, he he's an intelligent player, so he know he reads situations. So mm. if you're not over-helping, then he's going to go try to score. Mm. You know, if he drives to the basket and the next man don't help, he don't have to swing it. You know, that's making him more aggressive offensively. You know, so I think making him be that score can help you. Well, not score, making him a jump shooter. Mm. I'm saying because if he getting layups, then it's then it's a whole different animal. But making him a jump shooter, making him be more aggressive offensively, and not letting him be that facilitator, so those guys are not getting the rhythm. I think um, helps. And the same thing with Paul George. Um, Paul, um, he runs a lot of pick and rolls. Uh, they run a lot of pick and um, pin downs for him. So you can game plan for it um, to make it tough on him. But when they run in 85% of the um, sets for him, you know, you're not going to shut him out because the more um, the, there's more opportunities there, you know right. what I'm saying, to score because he has the ball in his hand. A lot a with lot. this team. Yeah, both um, so LeBron and, and Paul, you know. Kyrie Irving, Jeff Teague. I think that's a good matchup. No. Why? Kyrie. Uncle Drew. You know, I just no no, no disrespect to Jeff T, you know what I'm saying? He's he's tough. Um he played his self into some minutes, um regular minutes been um Indiana's point guard coming from Atlanta. Um I just look at that matchup and I just think Kyrie is special. Oh yeah. You know, uh I just uh I, and if Kyrie doesn't get the better of that matchup then Cleveland is definitely in trouble. Right. You know, if Kyrie doesn't dominate that matchup, then they have problems. Dominate. Dom- he has to dominate that matchup. I hear you. And because, like because not, it, it can't be close. Because Paul and LeBron are going to they're, they're, they're gonna, they're gonna be in the same area. Yeah, they're gonna be, LeBron is probably have more assists the game right. than, than Paul because that's what, what, what he is and who he is. But, yeah, for, for points-wise, um, it might cancel each other out uh, each game. But, yeah, but I think – in order for Cleveland to to, to do it, what, what, what everybody's expecting them to do, that Kyrie has to dominate that matchup. <laughs> Kyrie seems like he's ready to take on more responsibility. Like he wants this, like this playoff series and this whole playoffs in general is personal to him, and he really does have to take some onus on the defensive end. So I agree, he should be taking it to Jeff Teague on both ends of the floor. What's your prediction for this series, Kenyon? Uh, I, it, it's tough to go against any any LeBron James led team, man. Because it's been six straight finals. Six straight finals, you man. know, and it's hard for because the makeup of the East and the way any team that he's been on has dominated the East. Minus this year, they've been they're still up there, but they haven't necessarily quote unquote dominated the East this year. Um, but yeah, I, I'm. I'm going to go with Cleveland. I just can't. I'm not going to go against 
a LeBron James led team against anybody in the East. I agree, especially this series. Um, and Deion's talented, but I just don't. I, I can't see them winning four games against LeBron James. So you say Cavs in how many games? Coming off the defense, the way the defense they've been playing, I I would give Indiana two games. Man. Give them two games. I think it'd be four two. And will Lance Stevenson blow in LeBron James's ear again? Let's hope he does. Yo, if Lance Stevenson blew, I don't think he would ever think about blow, blowing in your ear. But dudes didn't like you. You weren't the guy that the not the, at all, not at all. I'm not. I'm not. You find guy. the other guy to mess blow. Yeah, because you like you might get slapped. Right, like that's like that's the thing. Like with me, like people like like you might get slapped. Right, like that. Like, that's my whole thing. Like like go place. Like go go find somebody else to play with, man. Do you think like, Lance, I'm not him? Do you think Lance will help them? Because I have a feeling like Lance will help them win one game. You know, he has an explosive thing. Yeah. Like he'll get 15 points in a quarter or something. Yeah, he, he'll mess around and get a triple double or something one of these games, and and that'll be the talk of the series. Um, he's a talent, man. Don't get me wrong. Um, he's a talent. Um, Played well there before four, um, but we'll see moving forward. Yeah, you know we sh- we we shall see moving forward what what impact Lance has on this series. This is good too- and bad. Yes, that's with him. You got to say good and bad. Good and bad. Do you think that uh, an X factor for Indiana? Because you've talked about thinking that he has potential, and just because Cleveland doesn't really have a lot of bigs, that yeah. you know, Kevin Love's more of a stretch guy. Channing Frye's more of a stretch guy. And Tristan's the only guy who really is going to bang down there. But Miles Turner, what about him do you think – could this be a coming out party for him against the Cleveland Cavaliers? I could see him giving the Cavs some problems. Shout out to my fellow Dallas native first and foremost, Miles. Turner's from from the great city of Dallas, Texas. Mm. Um, But, yeah, no, I I like Miles. I liked him at Texas. I liked him last year. Um, Even this year, no, I – I think he can do some things. You know, he can post up. He can um, knock down open jump shots. Um, Tristan's okay defensively. Uh, I wouldn't call him a a special defender, but I, um, I think he solid effort each and every night. Um, he's going to make you work for it, and that's a nice young matchup. You know, that's a nice young bump. You know, I'm looking. For, <laughs> I'm looking forward to that bump. <laughs> and can we get a, an APB on Larry Sanders? <laughs> Yo, they cut him. Yeah. They cut him. Yeah, APB. As they should. Larry Sanders. He don't want to play no basketball, man. Are you Yo, out man. there, Larry? Listen, he don't want to play no basketball. He wouldn't have walked away. What does he want to do? Listen, hey, I can't say on this on this on this good people channel. You know, you're gonna make me hey, you're trying to get us cut off. You know, I, I would tell you, but then we'll be done for next week, you know. <clears> but no, nah, but it's just like I they should never signed him in the first place. Mm. Look, let's just be honest about it. Like he, he yeah, he, he is who he is. Mm. And my Dennis Green, we all who we thought you are. That's my Dennis Green, yeah. yeah, you know what I'm saying? No, nah, it is what it is, man, with him. Like, I'm not, yeah, it, it is what it is. All right, this is the two, man. We were breaking down the playoffs, East Conference, West Conference. We're not even talking about the MVP. I'm only talking about MVPs of, of finals because we know Russell Westbrook is going to win uh, oh. the MVP. And two and a half months later, yeah, so a sleeper. Well, back to I, I just looked at a name on the list with with this whole series with if Cleveland plays um, Indiana, big dog son, Glenn Robinson Jr. He can play. He's not just an athlete. He can play. I think he's if you're looking for a sleeper person in the series. Got it. 
you know, I, um, I think he'll be it. All right. My bad. No, no, no. Didn't mean to cut y'all. No, no, no. Two-man weave, NBA on tuning, <laughs> Kenyon Martin dropping jewels. Michael Rapport. We'll be right back finishing, breaking down the East, the West, the North, the South. Confrontational 2. Two-man weave. Taking calls, 844-635-6684. We'll be right back talking more NBA. You're listening to the NBA on TuneIn, your home for the NBA Finals. It's two-man weave. We'll be right back after this quick timeout. Hi. Uh, I found a toy dinosaur over on the playground by Smith Street. Uh, It had this phone number on it, and, well, uh, I just wanted to make sure the dinosaur made it back to its little owner. Yeah. Hi. I think I found your kid's stuffed animal near the swing set. Um, just want to call. I'm sure she misses it. I know my son off. The toy was a little muddy, so I cleaned it up, and um, it's good to go whenever you're around. When I found the little sippy cup, I just had to give you a call. It's for a kid, you know? We'd do anything for kids. Yet one in six children in the U.S. struggle with hunger. Help end childhood hunger and give all of our kids the meals they need to grow. Learn how at feedingamerica.org. Brought to you by Feeding America and the Ad Council. Adopt U.S. Kids presents Multiple Choice Parenting. Your daughter just had her first breakup. Do you A, put yourself in her shoes? How could he do this to you? And for Sheila, she, she has split ends. B, console her. Oh, sweetie, this is going to happen a lot. Four, maybe five more times before you get married. C, take charge. Got to get this all straightened out. Keep a little talking to, man to man, mano a mano. Hey, Steve. Is now a good time? No? Okay, no problem. Bye. Or D, help her find a new boyfriend. I know a great place to meet boys. The internet. Nice, single boys. Never mind. How about some ice cream? As a parent, there are no perfect answers. But you don't have to be perfect to be a perfect parent. Thousands of teens in foster care will love you just the same. For more information on how you can adopt, visit AdoptUSKids.org. A public service announcement from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, AdoptUSKids, and the Ad Council. I spend a lot of time in the backyard. And I'm the center of attention at summer barbecues. In 96, I made some of the tastiest s'mores you've ever had. In 01, we stayed up all night telling ghost stories with the neighbors. Yeah, I know I've got a bit of wear and tear. And sadly, in 09, it was me, your backyard fire pit, that accidentally started a wildfire. When a summer breeze carried one of my embers into some dry brush. Sparks from an improperly extinguished fire pit can start a wildfire. Spark a change, not a wildfire. Visit SmokeyBear.com, brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service, your state forester, and the Ad Council. Only you can prevent wildfires. Hi. Uh, I found a toy dinosaur over on the playground by Smith Street. Uh, It had this phone number on it, and, well, uh, I just wanted to make sure the dinosaur made it back to its little owner. Yeah. Hi. I think I found your kid's stuffed animal near the swing set. Um, Just want to call. I'm sure she misses it. I know my son gets super attached to the smallest things, even a fire truck, uh, and I'd be happy to drop it off. 
The toy was a little muddy, so I cleaned it up, and um, it's good to go whenever you're around. When I found the little sippy cup, I just had to give you a call. It's for a kid, you know? We'd do anything for kids. Yet one in six children in the U.S. struggle with hunger. Help end childhood hunger and give all of our kids the meals they need to grow. Learn how at feedingamerica.org. Brought to you by Feeding America and the Ad Council. Get your popcorn ready. You're listening to Two Man Weave on the NBA on TuneIn. All right, we're back. NBA on TuneIn, Kenya Moore and Michael Rapport. We're going to finish breaking down to the East, then we're going to go to the West. Boston versus Chicago. This is an old-school rivalry. I, I, Chicago was, was, was dead and gone, yeah. to quote the great T.I., Traded Taj Gibson, I saw you while we were sitting here in this tune-in studio. You said to me, I said, Dwayne Wade, you were like, yo, recover, blah, blah. It was over. Yeah, I thought they were packing it in, man. But the guys showed up to play, and that ain't a position to get in. And a pretty good matchup. Um, they're not going to be an easy out. Um, they got, I'm saying, D-Wade knows how to win. Yes, um, he does. Rondo, like he's, he's banged up, but you expect him to come back maybe if, if they get in. Um, and Jimmy Butler's always tough. And then they got a bunch of young guys, so we'll see. Is this a case of when tanking goes wrong? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, yeah, they were trying to tank, uh, shutting guys down, trading guys, and the guys who they brought in just were like, hey, man, we're here to play and win, so we have pride. You know, So I think that's the sense of, Guys really cared about what they do, you know, and but it's gonna be a tall task playing Boston. What do you how many games do you think you give Chicago? One. One. One maybe. You know, um I think Boston's on a mission. They're at home. Tough to win in Boston. You know, so I, I agree. And yeah. I think that one game will be a, like a game where D Wade gets like thirty four. Yeah. One of him D Wade or <clears throat> or Jimmy Butler gonna have to go off. Right. I mean, go insane one of them games. Then we got Toronto yeah. versus Milwaukee. Yeah. I like that matchup. Why? Yeah, I like that good young matchup. Two young team. Young bump. Young bump. You know, um, two young, young and up-and-coming teams um, in this league. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, um, I look at what Giannis is going to be able to do against them because they don't have a wing that can guard him. <laughs> you know, um, his playmaking ability. Um, uh, Toronto having aspirations last year and coming back this year having those same aspirations. Kyle going down, something to prove. You know, so we'll see. Um, but yeah, like you said, um, they don't have a big, um, really, to guard Balatrunas, so we'll see what Monroe and Henson and and their maker can do against him. But um, with the additions of uh, Serge Ibaka being in Toronto now um, gives them a added perimeter player, shot blocker, rebounder. So I, I I really like this series. What do you uh, think Gary Payton the second, Gary Payton Jr., can bring to this team? I, I, we'll see. Um, if, it, if the minutes are there, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? If the minutes are there and um, the opportunities are there, you know what I'm saying? Um, we'll see. But, but being in the playoffs – uh, <laughs> I mean, yo, I love Gary Payton Jr. I meant Big Dog Son. Yeah, he plays. <laughs> let's let's backtrack. Yeah, Big Gary, Dog Junior plays for Indiana. Yeah, I got I know, to, I, Gary I, Payton is. No, you're no, right. Gary Payton's son, son 
plays with Milwaukee. I got yeah. this, you know, but it's it, hard yeah. to keep track because yeah. there's so many. Yeah, yeah, Glenn yeah. Robinson the third, yeah, Gary Payton. Yeah, hey. That's my fault. Yeah. I like it. No, though. you're right I'm though. Saying, yeah, yeah. Uh, Gary uh, Payton's on the Bucks. You know who yeah. else is on the Bucks? Your main man, Delhi. Vil- yo, he he's yo he he'll get you a game. He'll do some crazy stuff. He can hit those threes, and he listen. They're missing him in Cleveland. Yeah, yeah. How many minutes have Gary Payton Jr. been getting? Is he getting any? He's else? actually been playing a little bit. He's a getting like five to late. six minutes a game. I like his game. As a, yeah, but being being in the playoffs, mm-hmm. uh, the minutes probably not going to be there. There's yeah. You, know, um, you got Jason Terry over there. I don't know what I'm saying. You're going to count on him to be there for the Bucks. He's a veteran. Um, you know, but no, nah, I'm saying the minutes are there. Um, um, but I think they were just buying some minutes as of later in the season. You know, what I'm saying to save jet legs and save Definitely. those other guys' legs. I'm saying so. He's probably not going to see as many minutes in the playoffs as he did as of late. So let's say, uh-huh. all right. So we got Milwaukee and Toronto. Yeah, yeah. Who wins? How many games? Um, I could, I could see this going six games, and I think Toronto wins. You know, um, the the experience that they have in that backcourt with Cal and and Demar, um, I think is going to carry them over the top. Um, the feisty Cal Cal still has something to prove. Um, you want to prove to people that he's one of the better point guards in this league, and um, they really don't have anyone in the back. I, uh, I like Chris Middleton, but I, I I just think Demar Derozan and and um, Kyle Lowry, the two of them will be too much for um, Milwaukee should, to handle. Should definitely be a fun series. Yeah, those, definitely, those are a lot of players to watch. I mean, you're gonna miss Jabari. You know yeah, saying? Jabari not being there, you know what I'm saying is. Very unfortunate. You know he definitely would make that a better series. Bucks definitely surged. I mean, they've been one of the hotter teams in the yeah. second half in the East. Anything with anything with the Greek freak is going to be fun and interesting and worth watching. Definitely. All right, Washington versus Atlanta. John Wall versus Schroeder. Bradley Beal. Kryptonite. Because Schroeder's usually used to being the fastest guy in the court, yeah. right? John Wall's faster. Oh yeah. Definitely. So, uh, it's going, yeah, that's that's another interesting series. I think all the series in the, um, in the East, you know what I'm saying, because the East is so close. You're in, you're out. Guys' records are similar. Teams are looked at as similar. So if if any one of these lower seeds be the higher seed, teams wouldn't be surprised. You know, I don't think I don't, right. I don't think people would be shocked. You know, especially this series. I'm saying Washington, they got out to a high start. They was playing great. Tailed off a little bit and started playing well again. John Wall took over again. Um, but, yeah, if whoever wins this year, I don't think people will be shocked if Atlanta or or Washington won. I, I just don't. The most interesting matchup to me, uh-huh. just because they were teammates, yeah. Gortat versus Dwight Howard. Just because a lot of the Atlanta offense does still run through Dwight. Atlanta is a very surprising team to me. I thought they were going to tail off big time. Millsap. They better pay that man because without Paul Millsap, that team is in the lottery. So, you know, from experience, how much do you remember going against a player that was a teammate of yours, and then you play against them when they're on another team? Is it? Do you remember tendencies like that? Uh, yeah, you, yeah, you remember all of that. Um, you play with a guy for so long, and the next to him, you know what he can and what he can't do. Um, you know, um, being in practice or whatnot, training camp, so you've been playing against a guy. Um, for myself, uh, no, I can't remember a situation where a guy left that was my position um, that I had to go up against like that. Um, I joined the Nuggets and I was I came in and certain guy, yeah, but no, 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 no personal situation like that. But yeah, but I just that that matchup, I, I think it'll cancel this, cancel itself out. Yeah, you no, know, in a way. 
Is Dwight Howard, is there anything left in the tank with him? No, he's serviceable big, man. He still can block shots, still a hell of a rebounder. Um, take up space in the paint defensively. Um, right. Deter guys from driving to the basket um, in that sense. But, no, yeah, you know, he's still um, – he's never been an offensive juggernaut. Right. You know, um, you get offensive rebounds, lobs. They run a few plays for him here and there. Um, a lot of dribble handoff things that he can be involved with offensively. So, he, he gets it done still. Um, yeah, but, uh, yeah, I, I just – he is who he is at this point. Um, he's a rebounder, shot blocker, things like that. Um, and still go out and get it done. Um, he still um, go out and get you 20-20 at the given time. Um, had most double-doubles he's had since um, 2014, 2013, wow. I think, this year. You know, so um, still get it done. Who wins this series, Kenyon? I know you said it's close. you got to make a prediction. We're, make, we're, fortune, uh, we're yeah. fortune card readers here. Oh, you got, you also, you're going to make me pick, Come pick on. one in this situation? I'm going with Washington. Going I'm saying wa- Washington. Okay, you're saying Washington. And I'm, I, saying that, and I'm saying that John Wall is the MVP of this series. Okay, and with that backcourt, Bradley Beal and uh, – Beal is nasty, too. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I don't really uh, believe in Atlanta with Jeff Teague being gone. I guess they see something in Schroeder. Um, yeah, I'm going to go with you. And I'm going to go Washington as well. How many games? Seven. Okay. Wow. Tire them out. Seven. All right. We're going out west. We're going, going, going back, 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 back. Well, there's nothing in L.A. Yeah. <laughs> but Golden State, Portland. After that, it is the San Antonio Spurs versus the Memphis Grizzlies, who are always tough in the playoffs. No one's talking about them. Houston, OKC. And the Los Angeles Clippers, the L.A. Clippers versus the Utah Jazz. Listen, I love the way Dame Dollar, he always comes to play against Golden State. Yeah, He likes the matchup. He likes the bump with Steph. That's, that's his backyard. That's his backyard. That's home. And he never gets no. picked for an all-star. Yeah. All-NBA teams, all-star teams, snub. And he looks at his talent level as equal to Steph and all those other guys who keep year in, year out, gets, getting mentioned before him. Mm-hmm. You know, and they, like I said before, he, and they play in his backyard. The kid is from Oakland. Right. Family there, friends there, people who grew up watching him play. Of course he wants to put on a show. He gets hyped for those games. Yeah. Always has. Yeah, and he's proved it. Just look at the numbers. He's he's showed up each and every time they've played against them guys and and – Hey, I'm looking forward to watching that. Hey, that's another good bump. That's a nice little little short, like 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 that's like a middleweight bump. Yeah, that's yeah yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. A little guy. That's yeah, that's definitely a little bump. So, the big unknown about this series, yeah. the reason that Portland's in the eight seed right now, is that trade that happened where the Portland Trail Blazers acquired Yusuf Nurkic from the good Denver Nuggets. Here. Yeah. I, I would take me. I would need three, three, three attempts to get that right. Yusuf Nurkic is a man. He is a beast, and they play great when he's in there. He's missed the last couple of games. He has a stress fracture oh, yeah. in his leg. They say he's pain free right now, but going up against Golden State in that up and down environment—that's not a great injury to have. Yeah, yeah, and like I said, they play great with him on the floor, but um, yeah, but the, with the weight. Golden State plays and the and the lineups that they play, how much time it, like is he actually going to? See? Which um, we'll see uh, if he starts to adjust his lineup to their lineup. But um, 
task in front of Portland. I mean, that's a task. It's a tall task. Another player that they want to be playing, who had been playing well, but now he's in a walking boot. They say he's going to be ready. Alan Crabb, who is another guy who made who got a big, big deal thanks to the Brooklyn Nets. Right. So him him and Evan Turner. Yeah. You know, they're they're gonna have to play an up and down style of ball. It's it's definitely a tall task. So prediction. Sweep. Wow. He didn't even he didn't even <laughs> yo, you didn't even get the N out on that prediction. Sweep. <laughs> yeah, I just Dame yeah. Dollar can't go for fifty two one game. He and can. It might not be enough. What about my man McCullum? It might not be enough. Right. I agree. No, well after that, like what I like Evan Turner, he's solid, but they don't I don't think they have enough I to agree. win a game in that series. I, listen, it's, Portland is a tough place to play. What is it Rose like in go, that? What it is gets that? loud. <laughs> With listen, a D. Yes, capital <laughs> D on the end. Gets loud during a regular season game. So imagine, I, I can only imagine what a playoff game would be like mm. up there. You know, and Golden State coming in again. You know, hey. And they're coming in with and KD like yeah. there, there's no coasting for him. Not at all. He played 31 minutes in his debut back. You're like, nah, he's ready. He's re- what he's did you think ready. of him? What did he's you been think? Ready. He's been ready. Did you like? Did he look fine? Yeah, yeah, he looked, yeah, yeah. He's he's fine. He was fine weeks ago. They just it was precautionary reasons. Let make sure he get his legs up under him. No setbacks. If he did have a little swelling or minor pain, they just I'm saying they made sure all of that was gone before they threw him out there. And, but for somebody like that, I imagine coming back after an injury, like not that anyone's coasting, but for him, like he still needs to get an NBA shape, basketball shape. He, he's fine. He's ready to go. He's fine. All right. They're yeah. sweeping them. Yeah. I, I, think, I agree I with Kmart. So. Yeah. That was cool. I was gonna say five, but man. Yeah, if they win a game, I'd be like, all right, that's cool. You're but, not worried. Would you lose sleep if you're a Golden State Warrior? You, Kenya Martin, are on this Golden State Warriors team. You lose by 26. No, it's just one of them games. They might have shot the ball out of their minds. You know, if they lose one of them games, if that happens, they get one of them games where Portland makes 26 threes, something like that, and and, and y'all cold and y'all don't shoot the ball well. We, y'all have 25 turnovers. Yeah, that could happen. Right. It's the NBA. It's the NBA. No. But you're still sleeping like a baby. Yeah, definitely. So right. I'm going back to the drawing boys. One game. Do we Let's even need to pick to an MVP it. of this series? There's no. <laughs> there's no need. I don't think. All right. Why? Why? Why add insult to injury? Yeah. The San Antonio Spurs versus the Memphis Grizzlies. We always talk highly about the Memphis Grizzlies. Tony Parker, Mike Conley, the 33 million dollar man. 33 million dollars. The $33 million man, Danny Green. Is Vince Carter a starter on the Memphis Grizzlies? Yeah, he's been starting. Yo, that's incredible. Hey, they need somebody to know how to play, man, in that position. Um, Vince has been around for a while. Vince knows how to play. He might not be as athletic as he once was. More athletic you know, than I am. You know, more, more athletic than a lot of people. Right. You know, but. Still can get it done, man. Um, still know how to play the game of basketball. Yeah. You know, he, just Age don't, like, it's like wine. Mm. But just because you're getting a little older don't mean you, 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 you're bad. Mm-hmm. You know, you just, hey, you just a little older. That's how you still know what you're doing. I agree. And, and well, I got to say one thing about Vince. He, when he was so athletic, when he was so young, you like, I just brought up, like, Paul George. Like, you see, like, I predict, barring yeah. injuries, like, he could have a long career by the by the, the style of his game. Yeah. You know, Pierce, you're like, yo, this guy could play because it's sort of slow. Vince wouldn't have been one of those people that I would have predicted because you just saw the jumping. Yeah, he changed his game. 
he changed his game to be a perimeter player and to be only jump at times when it's necessary or get a fans a show or something like that, you know. But you know, no, no, he still knows how to play. Like you said, it wouldn't have been one of them guys you like. Yeah, Vince would be around for twenty years. You know, definitely wouldn't have been that thought process. Three, right. three matchups that are going to be fun. I know, and we're going to get into all of them. We're going to go to break. We're going to finish breaking down San Antonio, mm-hmm. Memphis. We're going to break down Houston, OKC, and the LA Clippers versus the Utah Jazz. When we come back, we're going to finish breaking down the West. Talk MVP, two-man weave, Kenyon Martin, Michael Rappaport, producer J-Dub, show you love. We'll be right back. Two-Man Weave continues after this on the NBA on TuneIn. Hi, uh, I found a toy dinosaur over on the playground by Smith Street. Uh, it had this phone number on it, and, well, uh, I just wanted to make sure the dinosaur made it back to its little owner. Yeah, hi. I think I found your kid's stuffed animal near the swing set. Um, just want to call. I'm sure she misses it. I know my son gets super attached to the smallest things, even a fire truck, uh, and I'd be happy to drop it off. The toy was a little muddy, so I cleaned it up, and um, it's good to go whenever you're around. When I found the little sippy cup, I just had to give you a call. It's for a kid, you know? We'd do anything for kids. Yet one in six children in the U.S. struggle with hunger. Help end childhood hunger and give all of our kids the meals they need to grow. Learn how at feedingamerica.org. Brought to you by Feeding America and the Ad Council. Adopt U.S. Kids presents Multiple Choice Parenting. Your daughter just had her first breakup. Do you A, put yourself in her shoes? How could he do this to you? And for Sheila, she, she has split ends. B, console her. Oh, sweetie. This is going to happen a lot. Four, maybe five more times before you get married. C, take charge. Got to get this all straightened out. Keep a little talking to, man to man, mano a mano. Hey, Steve. Is now a good time? No? Okay, no problem. Bye. Or D, help her find a new boyfriend. I know a great place to meet boys. The internet. Nice, single boys. Never mind. How about some ice cream? As a parent, there are no perfect answers. But you don't have to be perfect to be a perfect parent. Thousands of teens in foster care will love you just the same. For more information on how you can adopt, visit AdoptUSKids.org. A public service announcement from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, AdoptUSKids, and the Ad Council. I spend a lot of time in the backyard. And I'm the center of attention at summer barbecues. In 96, I made some of the tastiest s'mores you've ever had. In 01, we stayed up all night telling ghost stories with the neighbors. Yeah, I know I've got a bit of wear and tear. And sadly, in 09, it was me, your backyard fire pit, that accidentally started a wildfire when a summer breeze carried one of my embers into some dry brush. Sparks from an improperly extinguished fire pit can start a wildfire. Spark a change, not a wildfire. Visit SmokeyBear.com, brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service, your state forester, and the Ad Council. Only you can prevent wildfires. Hi, uh, I found a toy dinosaur over on the playground by Smith Street. Uh, it had this phone number on it, and, 
Well, uh, I just wanted to make sure the dinosaur made it back to its little owner. Yeah, hi. I think I found your kid's stuffed animal near the swing set. Um, just want to call. I'm sure she misses it. I know my son gets super attached to the smallest things, even a fire truck. Uh, and I'd be happy to drop it off. The toy was a little muddy, so I cleaned it up, and um, it's good to go whenever you're around. When I found the little sippy cup, I just had to give you a call. It's for a kid, you know? We'd do anything for kids. Yet one in six children in the U.S. struggle with hunger. Help end childhood hunger and give all of our kids the meals they need to grow. Learn how at feedingamerica.org. Brought to you by Feeding America and the Ad Council. Stay out of their lane. It's Two Man Weave with Michael Rappaport and Kenyon Martin. Oh, did Martin get that? All the way back down, he tipped in the alley for set play out of the timeout. That might be the dunk of the night. All right, we're back. The two man weave, the confrontational two, Kenyon Martin, Michael Rappaport, producer J Dub. Show your love. The Len Dawson of the two man weave. We're talking about San Antonio. Versus the Memphis Grizzlies. Mike Conley, the $33 million man. I mean, I predict that San Antonio is going to uh, uh, win this, but you got some matchups. LaMarcus and Zach Randolph, the, the, the last of a dying breed of big men that play with their backs to the, uh, to the basket. Kawhi and Tony Allen, who's tough, but he's not, he's, uh, he's not Tony Allen of five years ago. What about the Gasol brothers? The Gasol brothers going up is always fun. Kenyon, do the Memphis Grizzlies have a shot to win this ch- to win this series? Um, I want to say no, but it's always tough when you play Memphis. Why is it tough? They, they, they don't change who they are. The Memphis Grizzlies, they've they they are going to play defense. They're going to get out there as long as Tony Allen and Zach Randolph is out there. That's just the way they're going to play. You know, that's who they are, and they. They're the heart and soul of that organization and, 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 and that team. And uh, they play as they go. As those two players go out there and methodically impose their will on you, so do the Memphis Grizzlies. What happened with Zach Randolph? He's one of my favorite players in the league. But when he first came to the league, it was like attitude, this guy's talented, but this guy's this, but. And then... It just like like the the waves and the storm stop. He figured it out, and he's a great pro. Last of scenery. What is it? A change of scenery. Okay. Being out of Portland, certain guys he were around. You know, I I I never played for Portland, but you you heard certain things just being around. Um, Then with Knicks. Right. That (laughs) wasn't a good time either. Change of scenery. And he just figured it out. You grow up. You mature. Um, you realize what's important. Because mm. um, you kind of hear the whispers of things that's being said about you. You know, so you're willing to change, become a family man. Mm. Things like that happens. He and was uh, one and done, right? He was 19 when he came into the league from Michigan State. He's a young guy. Wow. But yeah. he was bugging when he came into the league. He yeah. was bugging. Yeah, but he, yeah, you know what I'm saying? He was young. But you, know what I'm saying? you grow up, you mature, and he's been a constant pro. I love him. I love yeah, his game. Yeah, no, yeah, he gets it done, man. He he's a true workman. Um, I love the way um, his approach to each and every day. You know, um, we treat everybody the same, no matter who we playing against. 
And he, uh, he's one of the few people who I respect. You played, you had good matchups with him. Yeah, we had some good bumps. <laughs> <laughs> we had some good bumps, man. Um, the latest one were um, when I was with the Clippers. Uh. And um, we played in the playoffs. We played Memphis in the playoffs. And we had a, um, a nice matchup for seven games. That's beautiful. Yeah, real basketball, man. The way basketball is meant to be played. Uh. You know, in the trenches. Um, uh. Guys getting out of it on both ends of the floor. Um, know each other tendencies and things like that. Um, battle for years. You know, so you got to um, – it was a man's man's game. It was a man's game. Will there be space for 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 guys that play with that style like Zach? Zach, he's you know as as he's gotten older, he's extended his game. Like he could get it with it, usually gets it with his back to the basket, pivots, and he could take it. You know, he could be outside, but he's not a three point guy. Will there will there be room on teams for traditional big men like Zach Randolph in five years from now, or will it be like a dinosaur that's extinct? Yeah, the way it's looking, um, yeah, that's they're going to be extinct. Dang, um, because most seven footers now want to um, want to shoot threes. You know, you don't have too many guys that want to play with their back to the basket at seven feet. You know, um, the the game calls for you to be able to put the ball on the floor and and shoot threes nowadays. Mm. You know, so um, I, I hope I'm wrong. Uh, I hope we don't see that go away. But the way it's shaping up, the way it looks now, that's definitely where it's. Um, um, yeah, Zach Randolph, uh-huh. 2011, gave those Spurs the business. Upset them in the first round, four games to two. Will there be a repeat, Kenyon? I don't think so. Um, I think the Spurs have done a, a good enough job evolving and well, evolving with the times, the way the game is, is played now, up-tempo, a lot of threes being shot, and they defend. And they got a special player in Kawhi. You know, Tony Allen's, um he's a great defender. But um, I th- Pop does an excellent job at putting Kawhi in different situations, putting the ball in his hand, um, letting him make plays, letting him be off the ball and running different things for him. You know, so so Tony can't just lock in on him and harass him all game. That'll um, be a fun matchup. It definitely will be a fun matchup. Who's winning that series? San Antonio. How many games? Five. Wow. I think Memphis will get a game. Right. You know, uh, they'll be tough games. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I think every game would be tough. You know, um, unless San Antonio just have one of those games where they just shoot the fire at the ball. You mm. know what I'm saying? They they have those games where they come out they 15, 16 threes in a game. You know, they're tough to beat then. You know, so I think they'll have at least two of those outbursts. And then um, it'll take Memphis to come in one day and San Antonio not to shoot the ball as well and, and, and then make it a half-court game. The what you think about that? I, I agree. I agree. I five think five, five. I think five at six the most. Yeah. San Antonio's not going to lose in the first round. Versus yeah, I think it's five. I, I just can't see them too deep. Yeah, yeah. I, I I I just can't see them giving Memphis two games. And as much as much as as much as as much as I love um, Memphis and I respect them and I love those players, they are getting. Older, yes. You know, Zach isn't the 2011 Zach. Yeah. You know, uh, Vince uh, isn't. Mark young is. Vince. Yeah. Mark isn't. Yeah. Tony so, Allen isn't young. Yeah. So um, it's. Yeah. And then that bench. Yeah. Yeah, that bench is a coin flip. The mystery uh, men. Yeah, you, you can. Hey. <laughs> and like Jordan said, you can line those guys up through this. Uh, this looks like that window that they do the um, the, um, the line up through yeah. right here. <laughs> you can p- put them in here, 
and they, you can give us some names, all three of us some names. Well, Jordan might know. I, don't, I wouldn't. Right. And give us some names, and we if it's one, two through six, whoever those guys are, and I guarantee I miss all six of them. Never seen you. I probably miss all six of them. James Never. Ennis the third, Deonta Davis, Jarrell Martin, Jamichael Green. William Baldwin, the fourth lottery pick out of Vanderbilt, like what I've seen out of him, but still. Andrew Harrison, the lost Harrison brother from Kentucky. Kenya Martin, you could be on this team still. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, I, I, I think I could help, but yeah. I'm here with you lovely guys doing this show, man. I, I wouldn't be no place else. Mm. The matchup everybody's going to be watching, the first round matchup of the playoffs. I mean, th- this is going to be must-watch TV. Uh, one of these dudes is going to win the MVP. The Houston Rockets versus the Oklahoma City Thunder. Um, they're going to name the MVP June 26, Kenyon. <laughs> I, I, I think this is the dumbest, most insulting thing all year long. You've been asked on every Jesus show you go Christ. on. I've been asked. I'm watching every single person debate and talk for six months about who's going to be the MVP. Like they who's, don't know yet. And, and, then, and, then, and, then, and then the playoffs are going to start. Both of these teams are going to be eliminated. And then on June 26th, after you've decompressed, you've uh, went on vacation, you've cried, you've uh, started uh, 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 you know, a diet again, you start preparing for the next season. Two months after the season is about the time you start kind of thinking about your summer and your preparation. Then on June 26th, the NBA is going to give either James Harden or Russell Westbrook. Is that the date? That's the date. Do you think that? The don't you think that's over. criminal? I mean, it's not even just over. It's not even like it was the before. Playoffs is just about over. No, it's done. It's yeah. after the finals, Kenyon. Don't you think that's criminal? <laughs> how how unfair is that to either one of these guys? To anybody involved. There's no you're never gonna see um my mom's the real MVP. You're never gonna see the Derrick Rose, you know, like emotion. Two and a half months after the se- after the regular season when you're eliminated. Because rest assured, and I'll bet the house that the Houston Rockets and the OKC Thunder will not be in the NBA finals. They're gonna give this regular season NBA NBA MVP award that we've been talking about. You've been, you've been doing the NBA broadcasting all season, talking yeah, about it. Yeah, Has this been a discussion all season? All season long. <laughs> like, what, what kind of a letdown is that for these players? Don't you think that's ridiculous? Yeah, it is, man. Go ahead and give it give it to them because you know who's going to get it, man, and get it out the way, man. I I definitely think it is. Well, why prolong it? They deserve it, right? You you earn it. You give yeah, them, give it yeah, to them Friday yeah, night. Yeah, yeah, give it. Yeah, why not? I'm saying we all know it's Wednesday right now. You know, yeah, the votes – Send the votes in tonight, tally him up tomorrow, and announce the thing on Friday. And then let the guy have his speech, and then let these guys go at it, because they're already going to go at it. But that will – you mean, talk about something to to brand and to, 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 to bring people to watch basketball that never watch basketball. Mm-hmm. Yo, you get OKC, you get James Harden, you get Russell Westbrook, you, you, you get the Houston Rockets, and you let them like, yo, this is the MVP, this is the scoring MVP. Watch this. It's going to be great. Yeah, I'm thinking I might, I might purchase a ticket. To go watch one of these. You would games. actually pay money to see that? Yeah, I to see them two match up in the first round. Like that's some final matchup. I agree. Type of deal. That's some Western Conference Finals, fi- NBA Finals type of deal. Like that's like you don't expect that matchup them two to be in the first round. Definitely, I yeah, I might uh, I might inquire about a ticket or two. Skinny genification moment of the week sub subcategory. They've been talking about this MVP, this regular season MVP, which I think is the most overrated award in sports, the regular season NBA MVP. James Harden was ta- was asked about it the other day after Russell Westbrook yeah. clinched 
the triple-double, and inevitably, and probably in James Harden's heart, he knows Russell's going to win it. And instead of answering the way I would have answered, yeah. you, you ask me, uh, 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 like, right before the season's about to end, what do you think MVP? I would have been like, yo, you know what? It's going to go ways go. I'm worried about my team and making it to the finals. These guys are still, like, doing, like, subliminals about, oh, uh, well, I thought it was about winning. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, about yeah. nothing. James Harden. Yeah, James is my guy. I, no, I like James. I like, like James, I know, too. I, I know James personally. Like, I like, 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 that's my guy. But do you see what I I'm was saying, like, come though? on, James. Did this whole thing is like, blown you, out of proportion. Yeah, that, but he's saying it like, well, what I got out of, like, the question is, should wins matter? Yeah, wins should matter. For the MVP award. But. If Russ wasn't in the playoffs, then, yeah, you could say that. Right. You know? If he did all of that, 42 triple-doubles, this, that, and the third, and they were in the lottery right now, yeah, that would be valid. You know? Like, you act like y'all got 70 wins and they got, like, no. Right. You got eight more wins than them. Right. (laughs) Russell Westbrook dealt with Ennis Cantor getting into a fight with a chair, missing six weeks. Victor Oladipo missed multiple games. Yeah. Really, the yeah. Houston Rockets, for being a team that had a couple of injury risks going into the season, they've been pretty healthy. Yeah, for the most part, yeah. I'm saying Ryan Anderson missed a little time when he was sick. Something like that, yeah. But, yeah, they, yeah. Eric Gordon played a lot of games, which he hadn't done Amazing. as of late. Which was great for them. Great for his career, great for them. You know? You know, but, yeah, like, Russ, like, he loses Kevin Durant and has arguably – the best season in NBA history, you know. <coughs> Team get forty six, forty seven wins. Hey, that's hey, that's impressive, man. Amazing. Like you don't like you don't thumb your nose at that. And I, and I think that's what James kind of did a little bit, you know, thumbing it like like, well, we got more wins than them. And my point about it, Kenyon, is, is who cares yeah. about this MVP yeah. thing? But then, if, but if but if you want to go on wins, like if that's the argument that you want to have. And the first thing I said as soon as he said it, I'm sitting at the house with my guy. And then somebody said after I said it, well, if you want to be that petty with it, well, Kawhi should get MVP then. Right. Or LeBron. Well, no, they don't, they don't have more wins. What about right. Isaiah? I'm saying? They got 60 wins. Right. Steph and them got – I hey, give it to Draymond or Steph. Mm-hmm. Uh, they got more wins than y'all. You know, I agree. So, so it, it shouldn't just be that. It should be the individual what that man accomplished this year. I agree. You no, know, that's what it should be about. And that first round matchup is going to be awesome. All right. Well, we we all agree this is going to be the the matchup of the first round. We all agree that this is a heavyweight fight. I predict Ali Frazier at the Garden. Yeah. <coughs> Who do you predict, Kenya Moore? Um, I'm putting you to the spot here. Oh yeah, you put me on the spot. And if if people in Vegas can do a pick them, where they it's even, then I'm I, I think I'm. I'm capable to, to to do that. I don't. Wow. Yeah, I got. Hey, I I wouldn't be surprised, man, if <coughs> if if Houston didn't shoot the ball well. I agree. You know, they live and die by the jump shot, and no Mike D'Antoni coach team has really made too much noise in the playoffs. House for, of for cards. For that reason, I'm saying for that reason. So I would. It's for me. It's up in the air with this series. Mm. You know, just for the simple fact what Russ is capable of doing, and those guys believe now that okay, we're in the playoffs that we got a shot. And Houston is not the best defensive team there is around. You know, let's not get them confused as as, as being the San Antonio Spurs out here. You know, so I, I, I hey, I'm 
I'm on the fence. I'm, I really am on the fence. Like I'm with the world well, with this one. That's just like the the Atlanta, um, the Washington series for me. Patrick you know, Beverly, Russell Westbrook have that history. They they're going to be going neck and neck. Russell's going to be on a whole other level this series. So what do you think, Kenyon? How many games? Who's taking it? He said, pick them. So this this is a six seven gamer. You know, I think this is a six seven gamer, and I. I can see both of those guys averaging a triple double. Amazing, you know, throughout the series. Mess around and average a triple double, not got. Yeah, you know, I can see that in this series. You know, the games it's only maximum seven games. So we'll take away those guys. They're both yes. going to get triple doubles. Then you're looking at guys like Trevor Ariza, Ryan Anderson, uh, Eric Gordon versus you know Cantor, Oladipo, Sabonis, Stephen Adams. Who you got? Who's going to the next round? Who lives to fight another day? Because it's two different styles. Like you're making this like it's two different like it's it's jump shooting versus traditional basketball. You Agreed. Know? You know it's it's three it's it's a lot of threes being taken versus traditional basketball with throwing a good ball in the canter and those guys you know uh, and Sabonis and Todd Gibson you know you know you know it's different. Ah man, I'm. Never I'm seen a, you at a loss of work. Yeah, opinion. because I'm a because I want to go with my heart, and my heart is real basketball. Then you take a rap. Who but you got? The, but the smart pick would be say Houston because the way they played this year. I am. Yes, let me hear this. Going to give my prediction after a break. This is <laughs> Weave. My name is Michael Rappaport, Kenyon Morton, J Dub. Show you love. We'll be right, right back with my prediction on the Houston OKC series. Finish up the West with the Clippers and Jazz and talk about Kenyon Martin's preparation for the Big Three this summer. NBA on Tune. We'll be right back. Two-Man Weave will be right back. It's the NBA on TuneIn, your home for the NBA Finals. Hi. Uh, I found a toy dinosaur over on the playground by Smith Street. Uh, it had this phone number on it, and, well, uh, I just wanted to make sure the dinosaur made it back to its little owner. Yeah, hi. I think I found your kid's stuffed animal near the swing set. Um, just want to call. I'm sure she misses it. I know my son gets super attached to the smallest things, even a fire truck. Uh, and I'd be happy to drop it off. The toy was a little muddy, so I cleaned it up. And um, it's good to go whenever you're around. When I found the little sippy cup, I just had to give you a call. It's for a kid, you know? We'd do anything for kids. Yet one in six children in the U.S. struggle with hunger. Help end childhood hunger and give all of our kids the meals they need to grow. Learn how at feedingamerica.org. Brought to you by Feeding America and the Ad Council. Adopt U.S. Kids presents Multiple Choice Parenting. Your daughter just had her first breakup. Do you A, put yourself in her shoes? How could he do this to you? And for Sheila, she, she has split ends. B, console her. Oh, sweetie. This is going to happen a lot. Four, maybe five more times before you get married. C, take charge. Got to get this all straightened out. Keep a little talking to, man to man, mano a mano. Hey, Steve. Is now a good time? No? Okay, no problem. Bye. Or D, help her find a new boyfriend. I know a great place to meet boys. The internet. Nice, single boys. Never mind. How about some ice cream? As a parent, there are no perfect answers. But you don't have to be perfect to be a perfect parent. Thousands of teens in foster care will love you just the same. 
For more information on how you can adopt, visit AdoptUSKids.org. A public service announcement from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, AdoptUSKids, and the Ad Council. I spend a lot of time in the backyard, and I'm the center of attention at summer barbecues. In 96, I made some of the tastiest s'mores you've ever had. In 01, we stayed up all night telling ghost stories with the neighbors. Yeah, I know I've got a bit of wear and tear. And sadly, in 09, it was me, your backyard fire pit that accidentally started a wildfire. When a summer breeze carried one of my embers into some dry brush. Sparks from an improperly extinguished fire pit can start a wildfire. Spark a change, not a wildfire. Visit SmokeyBear.com, brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service, your state forester, and the Ad Council. Only you can prevent wildfires. Hi. Uh, I found a toy dinosaur over on the playground by Smith Street. Uh, it had this phone number on it, and, well, uh, I just wanted to make sure the dinosaur made it back to its little owner. Yeah, hi. I think I found your kid's stuffed animal near the swing set. Um, just want to call. I'm sure she misses it. I know my son gets super attached to the smallest things, even a fire truck. Uh, and I'd be happy to drop it off. The toy was a little muddy, so I cleaned it up. And um, it's good to go whenever you're around. When I found the little sippy cup, I just had to give you a call. It's for a kid, you know? We'd do anything for kids. Yet one in six children in the U.S. struggle with hunger. Help end childhood hunger and give all of our kids the meals they need to grow. Learn how at feedingamerica.org. Brought to you by Feeding America and the Ad Council. We're back. You're listening to the confrontational front court of Michael Rappaport and Kenyon Martin. It's Two Man Weave on the NBA on TuneIn. All right, we're back. Two Man Weave, Kenyon Martin, Michael Rappaport. We're in here. Yo, my prediction is this. As hard as Russell Westbrook plays, I think that Houston is going to win that series in six games, and I don't six. think it's going to be tough. Yeah, you think it's going to be easy? I, I don't necessarily say easy. I just think that they got too much firepower, and I think that, that, that OKC doesn't have enough offense. And, and I think that Houston, I know that uh, Dan Antonio, since he shaved his mustache, hasn't been the same. But he put this team together, and I just feel like, I just feel like it's just a one-man gang in OKC. And I think that as relentless as Russell's going to be, I just don't see where they're going to get enough offense to, to, to beat Houston. I got you. I'm with you. I can go either way. Dub? What you got, Jay? You know, bombs away in Houston. Rockets red glare. Looks like... It's going to be fun. That's all I got to say. Now, this ain't about fun. This is about prediction. We said we were gypsies. We were palm readers. I like Houston. I just think that they just, they're going to be, there's going to be at least two games in that series they win by 20, in my opinion. They just, the thing that I really like about Houston is that even when they go down double digits, they're never out of the game. Yeah, because yeah, I'm with you. They, they fight and they're, they're really good down in the clutch, and they've got some guys off the bench that bring real energy. So, I mean, I, I'm going to go with Houston. I think that 
six or seven games, but still, I, I think the Rockets, I think they've been playing really well this year. They're improved defensively enough. Yeah. Russ is still going to get his, but they don't, they don't have the, the scoring to keep up in OKC. Yo, Kenny, do you think I'm crazy that I think that James Harden should be in consideration for most improved player? Because I've never seen a guy who was so reluctant to pass go to leading the league in assists. And I'm not saying that as a slight. The dude is leading the league in assists. Every single year before, it was like, I am not passing. He looked like he was pissed <laughs> every single time he had to pass as a Houston Rocket. In OKC, he was young, so it was different. Yeah. Yo, I mean, he's he's had an incredible season. Yeah, I, uh, I heard the argument for him being most improved. Um, I wouldn't be mad at that, you know, for that stat alone. Um, it's crazy. Yeah, from going from, yeah, from being not making an all-league all team last year and this, that, and the third, and to leading the league. Yeah, no, nah, I wouldn't be mad at that choice. The L.A. Clippers, the Utah Jazz. Clippers have the home court advantage. Utah Jazz. CP3, George Hill. Big Luke versus Gordon Hayward with the good hair. DeAndre versus Rudy Gobert. Gobert, excuse me. Blake Griffin, Boris Diaw, big Boris. J.J. Redick, Rodney Hood. Of course, off the bench, yo, Jay Crossover. You saw you saw that little wiggle yeah. two step he did the other night. You know, that's guy can play. Thirty seven looks twenty seven. Um, how you feeling about this matchup? How you feeling about the um, L.A. Clippers? Can that switch? Can the Clippers get the fifth seed? And if if the Clippers were to lose tonight uh-huh. versus at Sacramento home, at home against Sacramento. Uh-huh. And Utah was to win uh-huh. tonight at home against San Antonio, they would flop. But oh, okay. but the Clippers beat the Jazz three one this year, so they have the tiebreaker. Okay. So if they both win, Clippers get it. They both lose, Clippers get it. If the Clippers lose and the Jazz win, then Jazz get that home court advantage. So we're looking like a first game at the Staples Center. Yes. Yeah, so I will pick the Los Angeles Clippers in this series. Mm. I agree. Um, for reasons, Chris Paul, um, led team, um, they're expiring to be champions. Uh, I think they, the motivational factor alone will get them out of the first round. They're going to be motivated. And Utah is a good team, but I just uh, um, I think the Clippers are a better team. I agree. Um, and and they plan for um, they plan for uh, for. To get that so monkey off their back, so to speak, you know. Um, so they got something to play for. Um, I like the center matchup with DeAndre and um, and Rudy Gobert. Mm-hmm. Um, high energy shot blocking lob matchup. Um, it's gonna be exciting. How many games? I say six. Six games, um, especially if the Clippers get home. But uh, if they don't flop, uh, yeah, I, I would say six. Do you think the Clippers... I wouldn't be surprised if it was five. Yeah. You know, I wouldn't be surprised if it was five. They got a lot to play for, the Clippers. Yeah, yeah, you know. So, so what you about to do? do you think, Kenyon, the Clippers, they're so under the radar this year. There's been such a microscope on that team since the Donald Sterling thing and going forward and Blake Griffin through his stardom and his dunk contest and the CP3 and the L.A. of it all. Is it to the team's advantage... That 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 Clipper team being sort of under the radar, like no one's talking about them, like we're we're talking about lesser seed teams more than the Clippers. Why is that? And is it is it, uh, is it good for them? The reason would 
probably would be, I don't think, teams look at the Clippers as championship caliber. Mm. You know, I, I think that's part of the reason. Um, injury, right. um, another reason. Um, Blake being out for time, CP being out for time. Um, they're a little older. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so for those reasons, I think teams, uh, they, they're definitely flying under the radar. But they still know how to play basketball with that said. Right. You know, you still, um, they'll still be tough to beat in the series, you know, no matter who they play, you know, with all that said. But, um, yeah, I just think teams look at the way Houston played this year. And, and of course, Golden State and San Antonio, you know, I think they, just because they're in the same conference with them, they kind of get overlooked a little bit. All right. That's the playoff preview, okay? My last question to you guys. Now, the playoffs are going to be a ride. It's going to be a journey. The next time we do the show, the two-man weave, the world-famous two-man weave, playoff we're going to have so many different points of views. God forbid any ankle tweets, tweaks, any thumb tweaks, upsets, anything could happen. Yes. I'm asking you right now, Kenyon Martin, based on what you know, I am going to lock this up in a vault, and I'm going to throw it out to sea. Based on what you know right now today, on this edition of the two-man weave, Kenyon Martin. I think the question is coming. It's 4-12-2017. Who will be raising the Larry O'Brien trophy? Who will be pulling confetti out of their sweaty heads come June? Right now, please, right now, Kenyon Martin. Wow. You're doing this to me, Michael. I'm going to come back with my answer, too, my friend. You're doing this to me, Michael. Yes, sir. Oh, wow. Um... (laughs) My mic just sort of broke, but I'm I'm on the air. Yeah. um... Come on, Kenyon. Golden State Warriors. The Golden State Warriors are going to win the NBA championship. You've heard it first. I'm basing that just uh, as of late, the way Cleveland has played defense. that's the, that's the only thing I can base that on right now with that statement, because um, it's tough to go against LeBron, man. Hey, it is it is it is tough, man. But I just they have a lot over at Golden State right now. I I think I'm gonna regret that decision. I, yeah, wow, I, regrets. I, I don't. I, I, it's still it's still early. They it's early. I, listen, games. Um, you're a basketball mind, man. Yeah, yeah, yes. Yeah, You've been to the finals. You know what it takes to go through the pounding, the mind games. The, the ground and pound, the travel, the whole deal. You said Golden State Warriors. There's no backing up. All right, well, I'm going to stick with it then. Jordan, who's going to win the NBA Finals? I, too, have to say that the Golden State Warriors are the favorites and my pick to win the NBA championship. They've got too much firepower. Remember watching them in the preseason? It was like watching a pinball machine. Just the points. I agree. Just... Anybody on that team in that starting lineup, you know, the the core four, giving you 30, all four of them can yeah. give you 20. And then I've been on, like, JaVale McGee's back. But. Give him love. Yeah, I know. Like, he's serviceable. He's, he's serviceable, serviceable. Would he be a most improved player? Is he, is he no, taking? No, no, Not no, that no, much no, of no, a you, jump. Hey, nah, you, nah, nah, let's not, hey. <laughs> let's, let, let's not, hey. Let's not go that far, bro. <laughs> Let's not go that far. All right, now, let's, hey, let's, hey, let's be sensible and reasonable okay, here on okay, this show now. Okay. Let's not. All right, let's, let's see how he get, makes it through. Yeah, let's, let's not. Let's see he yeah, makes it through every game yeah, one time and yeah, nothing, yeah, let's nothing see happens. let's how the first round goes. But for, for what they need him to do, he can do that. All right. Be a rebounder guy. Like, be a double-digit rebounder guy. I agree. Um, two, three blocks. I agree. 
Um, eight, eight to ten points. I got you. Lobs, putbacks. Be where you're supposed to be. Be where we need you to be. Bare necessities. And if he does that, and because cool, they're going to get the same production out of Zaza and David West, I can see them winning. I'm going with the Golden State Warriors, not only because I believe they will, because I want them to will. Yeah. I want them to win. I cannot sit through Kenyon. This is going to be the first uh, uh, time we've done the playoffs beat by beat by beat. I was, let me tell you something. Yo, I was a mess. Last year's playoffs took a lot out of me, man. Yeah. It took a lot out of me. And I called it. I called it last year. When they didn't win game five, I was like, ooh, got a little interesting. Because the Draymond suspension, I yeah. well, we all knew that was. Doesn't that seem like ten years ago? Yeah, and then Game Six, I was telling my wife we were on our honeymoon. I was on my honeymoon watching finals. <laughs> <laughs> had the guy, I was in Bora Bora. I had the guy hook uh, up that's satellite. Right. I'm saying in the room, this, that, and the third. Um, God let me use this account. Um, but yeah, and, I, and then Game Six, I'm, and I, I told my wife right then and there. I told, I told, I like, listen, if Cleveland wins Game Six, they win Game Seven. I told her, she was like, why you said that? I, I told her why this, that, and the third. And lo and behold, Cleveland Cavaliers came back in 3-1. All right. That's our playoff breakdown. Tomorrow, check out the NBA on TuneIn Live playoff preview. It's a roundtable hosted by Mike Yam alongside analysts Will Purdue, Corey Maggetti, Karan, Butler, 8 to 11 p.m. I think I'm going to call in. Call in, Kenyon. I think I'm going to call in, give my opinion on the roundtable. 8 to 11 p.m. Eastern on NBA, on TuneIn. Listen to every game of the NBA playoffs. I didn't just say one game. I didn't just say two games. Every game of the NBA playoffs will be on TuneIn, your everything audio app. We have three minutes, Kenyon Martin. I'm fascinated and curious. How's your training regimen going for the Big Three tournament? Commissioner Ice Cube, we've heard a lot about it. AI's in it, Kenyon Martin's in it, and so on and so on. They might bring Bernard King out of retirement. I think Bernard could get you 10 in the three-man. I don't care if he's 55. How you feeling about your three-man, uh, your, your big three uh, tournament? Getting ready. Um, s- slowly but surely. I'm saying we're getting there. Um, don't want to do too much right now. Don't want to overexert this. It's almost forty year old body. Mm-hmm. I'm still young. Mm-hmm. Still young. Mm-hmm. No, but I'm, I'm I'm getting there. I'm just taking this step by step. Um, get your legs up under your furs. Get your core together. Then start revving up the basketball stuff. You know, so got to be smart about it. Can you still put two hands on the top of the square? Yeah, that's beautiful. Yeah, I, yeah, I can still jump, man. Um, you could still do that. Yeah, I can still jump. That's crazy. Like I'm gonna show people, like when it's time, I, I like I probably don't jump as high as I did when I was 22, 23, but I can still get off the floor with the best of them. Uh. I can still hold my own. Oh man, I can't wait to see you well, out I'll there. I guarantee I'm going to dunk on a few people. Man. Ah, yo, guarantee. Is it harder in a three on three? I mean, it's it's different. It don't matter. It don't matter. You're gonna you're gonna bang it on somebody. Yeah, it's tip dunks. It's it's different situations. Guys gonna help. Somebody will be dunked on in a three-on-three by Kenyon Martin. Ooh, I cannot wait. I, cannot. I just spoke in third person by Kenyon Martin. Yes, that's not a problem. Definitely. On the road. 
Yes. The big three tour. Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be good. Ten cities, baby. Ten cities. You so how is it working? And we got we got a minute to go. Yeah. How, how does it work? If you guys are doing ten cities and in, in, in quickly, how how is it gonna go down? I, I don't know. Uh, they probably expect guys to be in in, in the city the day before. Uh huh. Um, that Saturday report to make sure everybody's there. You know, and the games will be on Sundays. The first game in New York at Barclays, three oh, on three. I can't on, wait. Yeah, so it's gonna be exciting. On, is Brooklyn in the house? Without a doubt. This is the two-man weave. Is a two-man weave in the house? Without, without a, a doubt. doubt. Kenyon Martin, J-Dub. Show your love. Thanks for chiming in, giving all the information, keeping us on track. Always. Two-man weave, playoff edition. Kenyon Martin, Michael Rapport will be back next week. And going forward, the NBA on TuneIn. All playoff games are on the NBA on TuneIn. We'll see you next week. Kenyon Martin, Michael Rapport. we're done. Having fun. You've been listening to Two Men Weave with Michael Rappaport and Kenyon Martin right here on TuneIn. You're listening to the NBA on TuneIn. Listen like you mean it.